Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Okay, let's get started then. Where's my notes? Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Andy. Hey, now, boys. (laughs) All right, this is episode 254. Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, everyone. All right. If you want to email us, <laughs> it's a little freak now. All right, let's see. <laughs> what? <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to catch up? Email us at free oh, he was doing the outro. Yeah. Okay, I got I you. Was good. I was asleep outro, like, for a nah, second. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, let's Wake catch up. up with. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let's catch up with everyone's week. I'm not going to ask who's going to go first. I'm going to say Andy's going to go first. Let me go first. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for going first. Yeah. Well, <laughs> drum roll, please. I finally yes, flew I last week. This. Holy testicle da, 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 da. Tuesday. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, right? Nice. That's awesome. I got out on Wednesday and flew the gasser a little bit. And I ended up putting the, the Revo blades on the gasser to do some Ooh. testing with those. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I flew about mm, a half, two thirds of a tank with the. I had rail 716s on there, just the normal ones. Flew that okay. around for, I don't know, six or six, seven minutes, I guess. And I thought, okay, I got everything kind of warmed up. Let's do a little bit of uh, data collecting. So I did some hmm. full pitch uh, climb outs recording i have uh actually have a variometer on there just for collecting data such as this so I record the nice. rpm i record the 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 um the rate of ascent and uh i, I did that a couple times and then i did some some just full collective or full cyclic flips like stationary flips forwards uh-huh. and backwards okay uh, you know, so I could get an idea of the rates, right? Yeah. So I did that, and then I landed. I stuck the the Revo blades on there, and went and flew them some. I can say the heli did not like them to start with, at all. Really? Yeah, it was wobbling and like had the shimmies really bad. Uh, especially okay. like when I, you know, first pulled up off the ground. Went up into yeah. the idle. That's a ram. I, I got a normal mode just for lifting off. It's hovers around 17, maybe 1750. I bumped it on up to idle two, which is about nine, uh, about 1850. And that was better. It still had a wobble. So I went on up to idle three, which is 1950. And that was much better. Still had a little bit of a bobble. But it wasn't too bad. Um, uh-huh. So I thought, well, maybe the, they're just too tight because I just put them on. I, I crank them down pretty tight. So I landed. Yeah. I loosened them up just a little bit and went out again. That helped some, but it still needed a little bit of tuning. So I screwed around with the gains for a few minutes and then just like, eh, uh-huh. I'll get to it more later. So I went and yeah. flew around. Definitely faster on the the flips, like noticeably uh-huh. faster. But I did some to record, 
and I did some full collective climb outs again. Same thing. It's just collecting data to compare. Did a few autos. It definitely doesn't have the hang time of the rail blades. Now, in uh-huh. the auto, I could almost stop them and then bring them back really easy, like no problem. But down at, okay. the, like, at the very bottom with the heavy gasser, it sets down pretty fast. Like I, I didn't, I meant to do like a full spool up and then throttle hold and then see how many seconds it takes to stop turning. I've done that before. Uh-huh. It's probably not a good, uh, it'd take forever on the gasser because it has so, such little resistance. I'll probably do that right. on the electric just to kind of get a comparison. But it definitely didn't have the hang time at the bottom. Uh, okay. It's not not a big deal. Like I said, it was very easy to build head speed back up once it got super low, you know, being up high. It still needs tuning. Like I was doing like TikToks and stuff. I've got pretty substantial like wobble on the stops and oh. could have something to do with it. it's a almost 14 pound gasser. You know, right. I don't know. I'm sure I <laughs> right. can tune it out. I didn't, I really only did the one flight, so I didn't really get too deep in it. Thought, well, I'll, I'll do uh-huh. it later. Yeah. So I pulled up the, the, uh, screens on my jetty just to take a look at the, the data I had collected. Uh-huh. And that's when I realized that I did not have the, the elevator rotation rate in the log. Like I had not turned it on to log that particular uh, parameter. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, oh, dun, dun, I'm dun, stupid. Dun. <laughs> yeah. I have the climb outs. I didn't. Okay. I didn't really, be honest, I just looked to see if they were there. I haven't actually analyzed them yet. So I don't know if that'll be very relevant, though, to be honest. The rotation yeah. rate will be, that'll be interesting to see. Because I could. Like yeah. you can feel it is faster. I'm just curious as how much faster. And if I crank right. the rates up in the brain, like way up, how fast will it actually go before it stops getting faster? So I'm looking mm. forward to doing doing some of that testing. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've done it before with stuff. Um, like I've, I compared VTX to like Cyclones and Switch and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's pretty interesting to see an actual difference in the graphs compared to just, oh, oh. I think it's faster. Right. Right, right. Like instead of doing like a butt dyno feel or right. I guess in this right. case. Like and actually being able dyno. to. Yeah. And right. being able to see mm-hmm. the max rotation rate versus this yeah. sustained rotation rate. Because right. what, what usually happens or what I've noticed is it will spike when you first do it. But then it'll come right. back down and, and sort of stabilize. Lose some momentum, right? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So right. anyway, I have all the stuff to get some really cool data and comparisons. Oh, sounds like an episode to me. Yeah, yeah. I need to get my electric going, and then I can I can do all that with it. Um, probably a little better because nice. I don't think I I don't know something about the gasser. It just wasn't happy. And, um, I mean, it, it is, uh, you know, it is a pretty heavy helicopter and it's heavy CGS, and I have know? it geared up for a max RPM right. of like 1950. Um, mm-hmm. I feel confident if I could have cranked it up to 2050, 2100, it wouldn't have been yeah. any issue because it got the faster I went, the better it got. Right. Like it was mm-hmm. really wobbling around at like 1700, like the whole heli just 
looked like it was, you know, moving up about a pivot point. A shimmy. You know, yeah, just okay. doing like not really a toilet bowl, but just a just a wobble in every direction kind of a thing. Right. Well, and it's got half the cord is missing, right? Or a good part of it. Yeah. On yeah, those I blades. I don't, so I don't think, I would think that would matter I, so much. I imagine it's wouldn't a, think on a heavier heli with lower RPM. That wouldn't wouldn't well, matter. Maybe. Would. But I mean you're not getting yeah. a lot of lift out of that center of the disc anyway, because they're turning That's so true. slow compared to the outside. Well, yeah. Maybe every little bit helps at that I point. Think, yeah. I yeah. Know. I think the way they're weighted and stuff to get those fast rotation rates might yeah. have a lot to do with it. You know, uh, yeah. I think yeah, that I would, would think be, the CG would have to be kind of inwards, yeah, right? I would think so. They're probably airful, notwithstanding, they're probably less stable than those rail blades. Just from, I imagine the rail blades have the weight further out. I don't know right. that. I'm just guessing. I haven't actually measured them. So I, I'm sure I could get it flying good if I spent some time and tuned it. I don't think I'm going to fly them on that model anyway so i didn't really want to uh-huh. sink a lot of time into dicking around with it for no good reason right but Makes i sense. will absolutely put them on the electric or maybe the protos um i mean the uh, the xl power or maybe the protos and get some uh-huh. some good rotation rate data out of that so that'll be fun uh then that i see i worked all day thursday which was thanksgiving so that i could take off friday Saturday and Sunday and spend some time with my kids. And that was good. I went out and flew on Saturday morning, put three flights on the Oxy4 Max, just kind of tooling around, sort of getting, I'm really, really rusty. You know, I haven't flown hardly any all summer. Yeah. And flying the gas, I was like, I'm not as comfortable as I should be. Uh Uh-huh. So I spent three packs on the Oxy4 Max, just kind of doing some circuits, doing some TikToks, just kind of working on orientation, working on, you know, kind of getting back in the groove. But right. it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I remember telling you guys, uh, probably the last time I flew, like a month, month and a half ago, I really wasn't feeling it. Uh, right. This time I was enjoying it. I was starting to kind of get back in the groove and was was having a lot better time of course the weather awesome. was was nicer it was sunny blue sky slight breeze but fairly warm nice. so it you know it was yeah. a lot better conditions i could see the disc well and you know i was a lot more i don't know it was better conditions so i enjoyed it kind of put the uh the spark that i needed back into my uh i don't know heli hobby i guess i'd kind of lost the spark as you guys had probably figured out, but it's coming back. So awesome, man. Yeah. So that was my week. I got some stuff. I didn't get started on the Oxy five, however, mm. but I have an idea Got for it. that. I'm going to run by you guys later. So okay. we'll see. Nice. All right. Nice. Cool, man. Very good week. Awesome. I feel like I droned everybody completely to sleep. So who wants to go next? So wake up. <laughs> well, I put so much energy into that hay now that I, I almost fell asleep yeah. right afterwards. It was that yeah. extra word, yeah. Yeah. You're spent. Yeah. yeah. It happens. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. You want to go? You want me to go? Uh, why don't you go? 
All right, you I'll simmed, go. right? I didn't get a chance to sim. Oh shit! I, I did sim. I sim yeah. two nights, two weeks ago, not this past <laughs> yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, real quick, Kevin. I did sim, and uh, everybody was asking where you were. I told him you were busy. Uh, I told him you told me that you had to wash your hair. You couldn't attend. So they were like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I, my hair was getting pretty shaggy, dude. Yeah. Pretty long. Yep. No, no. People were asking about you. So it was all good. We had the the normal crowd there. It's a fun time. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I was going to mention two weeks ago, sim night that I was in the sim and having some fun and, uh, dawned on me the and this is one of the many times it's dawned on me how great this hobby is and it was why the reason why is uh there was a guy brandon that was in the sim and in discord and shaggy's always in discord and he said that i'm having a hard time looking for this one part for his synergy 766 or well uh i think it was that was the model he was having a hard time finding parts for and shaggy was like Oh, I think that's the same as the E7 or whatever. It was a, it was a similar part, and they looked at part numbers, and it was exactly the same. Shaggy's like, I think I got one. Takes the time out of his Friday to go, you know, through his shed to find this part for this guy, man. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool, man. It's just yeah, nice. one of the amazing things about the hobby and guys in the hobby, man. That's cool. Yeah, Shaggy's a, yeah. Good, a good guy. As much shit yeah. as we give him, he's... Yeah. He's really a good dude. Yeah. And uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, and Sam Larison, he's down in the Caribbean and logs into Discord Friday night. He's in the Caribbean, you know, on the beach with the, you know, the freaking white shirt and white mm-hmm. pants and, you know, the, the cantina the girls ties. bringing yeah, him yeah. out. Yeah, uh-huh. my ties. Uh-huh. And he's logging in just to shoot <laughs> shit with us. Nice. Us idiots in Discord, which was pretty cool, man. That's awesome. But I flew last Saturday, uh, two weeks ago, and brought brought out the Glogo, brought out the 690, brought out the Oxy-5, and brought out the old Scorpion jet that I picked oh, up from Chris Oh, did you Reimer. finally fix that? <laughs> well, it was, it's been fixed for a while. I just Okay. It's, it's attached to the ceiling in my garage, and I just walk underneath it all the time and never bring it anywhere. And I finally looked up before I was leaving and said, oh, geez, I'm going to bring that to the field and try and fly that. Mm. And man, it was great weather. It was like 65 degrees. It was freaking gorgeous. And, you know, typical club with 150 people in it. There's like 10 people there, maybe. So it was a great day. I mean, we had, had a lot of flying, a lot of fun. But I, there was a few guys there that hadn't seen me fly in a while. And, uh, you know, it was, they were asking me what I've been doing. And I said, hitting that sim, man, every Friday night, you know, as much as I can. Really been paying off. I'm, I'm, I'm really at a point in this crazy hobby man to where i'm having so much fun with these helicopters it's unbelievable like i'm i'm i don't want to say i have all my orientations down because i don't but i'm at the point where if i think about doing something i'm like well shit i can do that i can just add that here you know and uh-huh. just do this when i come out of it or start off yeah. with like this you know and it's it's really i'm really super enjoying myself and it's just you know it's been a long road of crashing shit for years and years uh-huh. you know but the sim is really paying off. But I had a flight with the Glogo, which was good, man. I got that running. It was running really good. And I went up to do an auto, and I think the one-way bearing gave out. as Right as I came around, like I flew up, and right at the apex as I'm turning back around to come in. 
and do an auto. And I didn't shut the motor off yet or go to idle uh, or did. I know I think I did go to motor idle. And okay. that's when the one way gave out and it started pirouetting. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I just started coming down like, I don't know. I, I did my best to come down. And by the time I got down to the bottom, it had leveled out. And I, I landed nose in, but way down the runway. And I was like, that shit wasn't me. You know, Mike yeah. D was like, what the hell happened? And I was like, I don't know, man. I think the one way gave out. Wait, I don't understand. The one way. Yeah, it's they were, they were okay. having issues with that early on. I think yeah. that's the problem, but I'm not sure. So when you spin your head, the tail didn't move? Yeah. Yep. As it's, uh, I think that's what what happened. It's, that's that's where the one way's at. Yeah, but usually, the, I mean, the one way usually is on the um, your, I guess your main gear, which so it shouldn't really affect your tail. That's why I don't know why it was pure threading. If you're, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Then maybe maybe it's not the one way. But uh, a couple guys were there, um, and I think it was John Reyes who said that because I had thought it was the one way, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And Mike was the same way as you, Steve. He was like, "Yeah, I don't see how that would affect it." Yeah, did you lose then, head speed or just tail authority? It seemed like I just lost tail authority, but I couldn't tell. Okay, head speed or not? It it went pretty quick. Belt slipping, or I mean, was when you landed? How yeah. what did it look like? Right, yeah. the belt seemed fine when I landed. Was it damaged yeah. to the heli at all, or did you no. auto it safely? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Which was good, yeah. But I was like, okay, done with this helicopter for today. <laughs> you should check. I mean, the only way I think that could happen is if, like, your main shaft sheared the the main bolt on the bottom or your, yeah, the yeah, main bolt I, on the, yeah. The only reason I said one way is because I know there was an issue with it early on. And I, I remember other guys with the 690 having issues right. with it. If the one way locked up, would that? Uh, yeah. No. I mean that, that would, would do that. that would again cause um, yeah. your head speed to drop, especially right. once you. That would cause your head speed your to drop once you hit throttle hold because it'd be trying to spin the the motor. Right. A lot of one way failures seem like it starts slipping, which means you just yeah. start losing head speed. And the motor's trying to turn it, but it it just loses head speed. Hmm. Mm. But I'm not sure mm-hmm. how the tail rode. I mean, I'm not saying it did. I'm just trying to think of how that could have happened. Well, I mean, if you do lose head speed, then you lose tail authority too. But you wouldn't have to. Would you still have that torque from the motor trying to turn it? No. So you still get it to turn, maybe, right? I don't know. And it was like it was like I said, it was like right in the apex of yeah. me turning around, you know, facing right, forward, approach, right. and then yeah, and then huh. starting at the point where I would. I think I did hit uh, motor idle. I mean, I regardless, it's good that your model came down safely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it pirouetted. <laughs> I want to say it pirouetted it, at least twice, uh, maybe more than that. I just wasn't even counting. I was just, like, trying to get it under control. Right, just keep it level and bring it downwards. You know, so maybe once the head speed built back up, it was okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it went out initially or it grabbed initially. Maybe, like, the motor slowed and now it initially and then it initially slowed everything instead of letting it spin freely. And yeah, then then once it freed up, it was fine. I don't know. Definitely go but, over the model and see if you can like, ch- you know, move the head and the tail separately. Yes. Yeah. Yep. See. Yeah. But, definitely uh, did like a check after it was done and we didn't find anything wrong with it. Of course. Really? 
Yeah. And your tail server, like just to make sure your tail server didn't like go bad or anything. Yeah, tail servo was working fine because that's what, one of the things I checked. Yeah. I wanted to make sure the belt of, of you know, obviously. Right. Make sure Very none strange. of your pitch slider or anything broke on the rear of the tail, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's missing or anything. I don't know. I think I'm going to go over it. Oh, definitely. You know, <laughs> just bring it into, you know, on the onto the bench and go over it a lot yeah. better than just like, you know, 15 minutes at the field that everybody asked mm-hmm. me, what happened? What happened? Right. <laughs> But dude, I had a great time flying, man. And I brought my this is this is what's hysterical in my own little pea brain. I bring the Oxy Five Six Ninety, and I usually bring those two. And I usually find fly the Six Ninety, you know, a little conservatively, and I beat on the Oxy Five. Well, now that I bring the new shiny out to the field, which is the Glogo, and in in my mind, it's the it's my newest one, and I don't really want to damage it. I'm beating the crap out of Six Ninety yeah. now and the Oxy Five, and it's just I, I started to laugh because I had a really couple of good flights with the 690 where I'm just like I don't care I don't care I'm just gonna start doing shit like crazy shit and beating on shit uh-huh. and just having fun man I'm doing these stupid like I'm doing long rainbows and I'm doing a little TikTok in the middle of it but now as I'm coming back like with the with the helicopter almost inverted you know with the disc kind of down I'm kind of like jumping it along, like I'm wiggling the tail back, so it's not really coming back to like 90 degrees. It's just wiggling back and forth, and it's moving across the field. And I'm laughing like an idiot, you know. Uh-huh. I'm doing stupid shit like that. And I was doing the I was doing the TikTok where I tick one way out to the right and come back, and then one way out to the left and come back. You know, just dumb shit like that that I'm having a lot of fun with, man. Nice. Just, if it puts a smile on my face, you know, I'm just having some fun. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, and the the jet flew good. Uh, the second time I flew it, though, I misjudged the ground and kind of like landed way out in the field. Oh yeah, uh, and I did a little bit of damage that I got to fix, but it's not too bad. But I just misjudged like how much ground, you know, I had uh-huh. as I'm coming in for approach and stuff, and I had the flaps down and the gear down. And uh, let's see, and then oh, the big news. Uh, the reason why I, I was I was supposed to be in Florida and supposed to miss this episode uh, on Tuesday of last week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday of last week. We were supposed to leave on Tuesday, uh-huh. and my wife had was is still having was still having um, very very strong heart. Um, they did an ablation on her, but it's a it's a heart. Um, it's where your heart races. It's like an arrhythmia. Okay. I forget the name of it now. Um, but it's, uh, she was getting treated. I mean, it's been going on for a couple months. So they yeah. tried to get her in for an emergency operation on Wednesday, and they did. And so we kind of had to cancel our plans to Florida, which sucked because I was yeah. kind of looking forward to going on vacation and, you know, seeing the kids and seeing Steve and just chilling out down there. But uh-huh. um, it all worked out for the better. It was, you know, a rough couple of days just because hospitals yeah, suck, sure. man. And, uh, dude, I really, you know, my hats are off to, to the doctors and nurses that work in hospitals. But, you know, they tell you at 10 o'clock is your, you know, we'll take you in at 10. And by the time, like, I went there and now because of COVID, like, right. I couldn't even wait around with my wife until she went in for the operation. I had to leave. Like, they kicked me out of the room and everything. There's no point for me, me to stay. So 10 o'clock turned into, 
noon and then it was one o'clock before she even went in and this operation could take like four to six hours because uh, they cut into your veins of your legs and they go up through the legs and they perform this procedure uh, microscopically around the heart and i guess they get rid of problem areas that's disrupting you know your 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 rhythm and uh so yeah so before i so it was like do i come back here i'm calling i'm i'm trying to find out what's going on I'm, uh, I had her phone, everything. She has nothing. So the doctor called me, you know, at one point and then I was like, okay, uh -huh. so what do I do? I can't see her now until they move her to a room. They wind up, wound up not moving her to a room until I think eight o'clock that night. And the then visiting hours are off, you know, are done at eight. So I was able to get in, um, cause she works there, you know, and I she had some friends there. So I was right. able to see her, but then the next day it was like, well, when can she come home? So now it's Thanksgiving and it was, it was probably about three o'clock on Thanksgiving before she was home and, uh, and she's doing a lot better. But then that night, Thursday night, she thought she was having a, a fever because uh, 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 she was taking her temperature every five minutes and probably not letting the thermometer cool off. But uh, so I had one out in my van that work had given me was a, you know, a scanner for your forehead. Uh -huh. and I said, let me right. try this, you know, let's get two different, uh, yeah. because she didn't feel like she had a fever or anything. And, and my scanner was, was saying she didn't have a fever. So we waited till the next day and then she was fine. She's been, she's been progressively getting better, which is good. Nice. Uh, yelling at me. So I know she's better when she starts screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I went out Sunday, this past Sunday, and I flew again and went to, you know, our field with Mike D and, you know, Plankers were there early Sunday, but by, man, noon, everybody was gone except for me, Mike, Ricky Cricky was there, and uh, who else was John wound up showing up? Oh, Kevin, guy from down the shore, uh -huh. he, yeah. he came out with the miniature aircraft. Nice, yeah. Didn't you say you flew one? Yeah, he, he let me, he said, that he came up to me and he was like, uh, I want you to fly my my 600, my miniature aircraft, um, was it Furion six? I think it was. And I said, okay, uh -huh. sure. And he has the V touch uh -huh. and all set up. And, you know, I, when we were looking at the heli before I flew it, I was like, listen, I'm not going to beat on it too much. Cause I'm nervous flying somebody else's heli, man. Big time. Yeah, and he was like, no, no. He's like, he was like, do, do whatever you want. <laughs> so I noticed, I'm like, oh, straight cut gears, you know, on this thing is wow. And, Took off with it smooth as, you know, really smooth heli, really nice, nice flying heli. And I did a couple of things. His tail's pretty quick and and everything. But oddly enough, what I really noticed was the difference between the V-Touch that I have, the first version uh -huh. or first gen or whatever you want to call it, and yeah. his, uh, or I have, I don't have the V-Touch. I have the first gen. Yeah. Say V, but uh, yeah, V-Touch, v V-Control v Classic. V-Control yeah. Classic, yes. Yeah. And uh, his his setup was really nice man really nice he didn't have you know i put on the real sharp pokey uh -huh. uh, gimbal thing yeah. and, uh, on the sticks his sticks didn't have that but his his gimbals were super smooth man i don't know whether it was how he tightened them up because i know he told me he took them apart and tightened up certain axis of them uh okay and uh dude i was really impressed at that like they were they were really nice oh. and the helicopter flew good too man yeah, but that was cool, man. I was like the first time anybody was like, aside from like you, Steve, or, you know, somebody that we really know, uh -huh. you know it was the first time I kind of flew somebody else's heli like that. Yeah. And I, I did a few things. I didn't go freaking crazy, crazy, but uh, nice. it was good. 
it was a lot of fun. And man, I I just I can't stress enough how much fun I'm having with these damn helicopters, man. <laughs> like I'm going That's up awesome. and just like I don't care. I started yeah. to do I started to do some I tried to do a couple of outside funnels. And I kind of can get it, but I'm still real leery inverted backwards flying. Um and then I started to do the pirouetting funnels that I've been doing in the sim with the Oxy Five man, and I oh, got nice. I got about 180 degrees, okay. and I was like, okay, this is I'm I'm doing it. I think I did go full circle one time. Well, it wasn't a circle. Yeah, it's like, like oblong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird yeah but thing. So what? It's fine. But yeah, I was like, I'm I'm freaking I'm getting it. And then uh, I dumbass me, I forgot my canopy for the 690 this weekend, so I flew oh, okay. that a few times without the canopy. And then, dude, the sun is just dropping at like 4.30. It's almost yeah, completely it's dark. Yeah, so early now, yep. Mm-hmm. So at about, Uh-oh. I don't know, about 4 o'clock, I take the, yeah, I take the 690 up. And here's my PSA is if you're learning to do maneuvers, like anything that requires you to look at a helicopter in orientation, don't yeah. do it at dusk with no canopy. With no canopy, yeah. <laughs> because I started doing the pirouetting funnels with the 690, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. oh shit. What <laughs> I like completely lost it, and I had yeah. to stop and then you know, figure out which way the tail was going, and I was like, oh, uh, that's just not good. That's got not me good. in trouble many times. Yeah. yeah, which gives me so much mad respect for guys like Dan Renane, who flies at night with no canopy. Yeah, and, he has bat vision. Yeah, yeah, but still, man, that's freaking nuts, dude. And the other thing I've been working on is uh, I'm gonna wrap my my section up. Uh, I've been working on R2D2 quite a bit because I still had all the time off. I either you know had to take it or I was gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, started doing some more blinky lights here and there, and just uh, adding the feet and painting more painting, more sanding. And he's really coming along, man. He's really coming along nice. Awesome. It's been a fun project, man. Oh, man. I really can't wait to see that when it's all done. Yeah. When do you think you'll have it, like, you know, done, done? Like, where you, you know, I'm, I'm sure you can always tweak on it and, you know, add things and whatever. But when do you think you'll be at a point where, like, all the panels, all the lights are working? You know, you kind of have it all programmed up. Do you well, think? The, the dome is, is working like that mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, I have a couple of little things on the dome I got to do left. But what the funny part is, is like, uh, there's a lot of guys that have built these and have gone through the trouble to create their own programs for the dome and stuff like that. So it's like a download and plug the servos in here and connect uh-huh. this up. And it's kind of like piecing parts together from different websites to get it all to- yeah. together. But the real uh, trick is going to be with the with the panels on on the body because nobody's really taken the 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 dome setup uh uh-huh. which you could you can put in you can like link them together and then add another one uh to do the body without customizing the dome board right. and the dome firmware right. to do what you want to do which i want to get into because there's a guy who's been tweaking it and has a little bit of instruction and it just makes it more custom you know but yeah. uh, to answer your question dude uh I don't know. I want to get them together a couple more months uh, to just to get them okay. to a point where I can take them to my nephews and he's like all in one piece. The, so you the thinking by next spring might not be opening mm-hmm. at that point, but they'll at least be there, you know, because right, right now right. they're just they're still in the paint stage, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's been it's been a real fun project, and it's like you know, it's it's hard to describe where you you get certain instructions. It's like I don't know. It's kind of like if you were to build something and only have like the first set of instructions, and then not really have the second, or, or the second set is right a different language. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, a different language. Yeah, because yeah. I brought it to Jeff's, and I don't know if I said this on the show, but Jeff was like. So if I ever wanted to do this, and believe me, I don't want to do this, but if I ever wanted to do this, I'd just go to this guy's site, and he Uh-oh. has the instructions on everything. And I was like, no, this guy just has the STL files that you'll use to print yeah. it out. I was like, all the programming and all this other craziness, there's like, yeah. you know, six different ways you can control them. And then, you, you know, there's guys write their own code for just like servo boards and stuff uh-huh. and sequencing. And it's getting, I don't know, there's there's certain companies out there that are making like animatronic stuff. So it's getting easier to do that kind of stuff. It's always getting easier to do right. this kind of stuff, you know, because we're not in, you know, we're not in the seventies, which dude, I don't know how they did it in the seventies, but, uh, I went back and started watching like the original, like the mm-hmm. episode four, you yeah. know, the 1977 version. Mm-hmm. And I'm, looking at r2d2 in that movie and i'm like those lights aren't even blinking like that yeah. blue red light thing is not even it's just staying blue or it's just staying yeah. red you know you notice all this stuff now yeah and you gotta go to the original you can't go to like the the remake versions or anything you know because they added yeah. a whole bunch of stuff you know CGI yeah. wise yeah awesome. but it's been it's been a really cool project and so much stuff translates all all over over i i always say that you know uh-huh just it's really cool, man, because you get into like any kind of programming language and it realistically like it, when I was programming fire alarms, it was a, you know, a blank page. And a lot of the syntax is the same and just commands are similar with with all this type of stuff. It's all like that yep. C language, you know. Yep. So, awesome. Steve, what have you been up to, man? Yeah. So um, Thanksgiving. Talk about that a little later. I guess really, I'm, it sounds like I'm the only one who actually had a Thanksgiving. But, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about I, that. In a bit. I drove up to my uh, my sister in law's house, and they like left a package on their porch for us. Well, not really. They they were like, they basically, we usually go there for Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. they put a box together for us because they knew, yeah, you know, Joanne was in the hospital and stuff. We didn't have any right. food, which was oh, awesome. That's nice. yeah. yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I flew. Um, I flew. I flew quite a bit this week. Nice. Um, I took a couple hours on Friday. Um. Went there with, uh, yeah, wait, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday I went with Chloe. Um, we ended up going to Fredericksburg. Um, went both days to, to Fredericksburg, but uh, to Thornburg. But yeah, we flew Friday, and Friday was pretty much, what did I fly on Friday? Oh, the 580 electric, and I think that was it. I didn't really get a lot of flights in. I mean, I got a lot of flights with that helicopter, but I didn't really bring my other helis out and fly much i don't know man both days are kind of mashing together for me because they're back to back and it's been such a long time since i did more than like a flight or two <laughs> you right. know you know at a day outing so um man it was good though so i don't know if i mentioned this before but i've kind of been like in a slump when it comes to flying like even yeah. the last couple of fun flies i flew like once or twice it wasn't really a priority at all um 
And I've just kind of been like, damn, you know, I need to kind of get back into this, you know. Obviously, people are like, well, you moved and you did this and you had so much shit going on. And true, but still, like, I always make time to go flying. I don't know. But yeah, yeah I just, you did go to a couple of fun flies, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like, I mean, fall well, pull, on one flight, <laughs> like yeah. one flight yeah. on, on the actual day. And then Sunday, I take like two tuning flights, you know, which is nothing. But it used to be different, you know. You go to fun flies and it'd be like bang out at least a half a dozen to a dozen flights, you yeah. know, in a day. And now it's like, eh. I've been trying to motivate myself to go fly more. And so Friday was kind of like, okay, let's go flying. Uh, I met up with who did I meet up with? Cliff. I think Monty came out. Yeah, Monty was there. A bunch of folks came out, and I just started like, all right, I need to fly. Um, by the time Monty got got out there i did about i think like three or four flights on the 580 and on the electric and my last flight was like the flight where i was just like i'm gonna put this helicopter away (laughs) before i wreck it um i was flying and you know i started getting more comfortable and i started kind of flying faster and and you know a little bit more aggressive a little more collective and stuff like when i'm punching things out and pushing things out and, you know, when you fly at the backfield of Fredericksburg um, in the afternoon, the sun basically starts to become like at your 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock area in the sky, right, from when okay. you're flying. Um, yeah, well, I got the helicopter out and it went like kind of through the sun. <laughs> like, you know, I was still wearing sunglasses, but it didn't help because it was just clear blue skies. The weather was great. Um, and I got out there and I'm just like, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. Oh, no. And one of my coworkers, yeah, not the course, one of my clubmates, I guess, who goes there, this, uh, this Korean guy, Jung, who was like, oh, shit, are you okay? And I was like, no, I don't have it. I, I'm whipping the tail left. I'm like, is it tail in? Is it nose in? I can't tell. I pulled the elevator. I'm like, did the tail drop? Wait, the tail dropped either way? Like, I couldn't tell. So I'm like spinning, oh, spinning, shit. and I, I start rolling the helicopter now. And I'm like, okay, it's rolling to the left. And I'm rolling right, so I'm no nose, nose in. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I whip the tail around and I start pulling back and I just like leave the sticks. And I'm like, the helicopter's getting bigger and bigger. Okay, it's coming back. Dude, and that was a help, help, help. At the same yeah, fear. that was a total help, help, help oh, moment. Shit. Yeah. And I basically was like, okay, I landed. I was like, all right. I'm going to put this away. <laughs> I, had, I had my good flights with it today. I'm pushing mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then I busted out the black thunder <laughs> my big orange you know old school cattle mod canopy yeah yep. you know because i'm like okay i won't lose <laughs> i won't lose orientation with this wow. and monty was there at that point so we're like monty's like you know from listening to the last podcast and by like i don't auto and shit he's like all right so we're gonna get you to auto today i was like i don't know whatever like yeah help me help me help, help me learn how to auto again you know like help me build that confidence again and so the whole time, you know, he was helping me, um, him and Cliff were both helping me. And they're kind of like instructing just a little bit different, I think, than what I was learning from Rob. Um, still the same approach. And that's what we were just working on. I never cut the motor off. It was just working on the approach, getting used to it. Um, made me realize how uncomfortable I am with flying. Because when I went up to my right side to do an auto, which is my comfortable side. Right. I was losing orientation in my mind. Like I was like, oh, I got to push it in a little bit because it's kind of pushing out and I'm hitting right instead of left. 
So I'm pushing it even further out. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, the wrong way. I move the tail. I'm like, oh, shit, not right. Left, fuck. You know, like, I don't know what was wrong with my mind, but I just wasn't, I wasn't really comfortable. And I guess because I haven't been flying, right? Like, I haven't been yeah. flying. I haven't been seeing the helicopter in that attitude and just kind of, so, but I kind of got over that real quick. I started doing my approaches and he was like, okay, more negative, more negative. You're not pushing how, you know, or one of the things I was doing is I was nosediving too much. And yeah. it's kind of an, you know, the goblin helicopters kind of look like when their booms level kind of looks like it's tilted too far back, at least for me. So oh, I always I thought it was like, nah, it's too far back. I'm not coming, you know, forward enough. But he was like, no, nah, no, nah, you're still too far forward. You're still nosediving. So I just said, okay, I'm going to just trust it. And like, even though I think it's two tail leaning back or leaning back on the elevator too much, I'm still going to just hold the negative stick and just push it down and I'll flare at the end. And I was getting like good floating type of like approach. You could hear blades spooling up, you know, when I flare, like it was, it was becoming an auto, like the approach was, I was working in the approach and I was, I guess I was getting used to it and learning it again. Yeah. So, I mean, I did that for a couple of packs and, and then I flew for a bit and, and nice, at that dude. point it was like two hours later and I was like, oh, I got to go, you know, three hours later I had to go. But yeah, that was, that was really that's nice. kind of what I needed, just to go out with a bunch of good friends and just fly again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had the same thing where you're you're like, what am I doing? Why am I thinking it's this way? Why am I making right. these stupid mistakes? And yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's just like you said, you haven't flown in a while, or for me, I'm thinking about it too much, maybe, uh-huh. and just not. I'm I'm tense and not relaxed. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's it. That's your problem. Stop thinking. Yeah. yeah. It could be that I'm overthinking it because. I wasn't comfortable, right? So it made me like, okay, I got to think about what I'm doing. I got to concentrate. I got to pay attention. You know, like all that's running through your head. So you're like now making stupid mistakes because you're overthinking things. Right. And I think that's what it was. So um, come Saturday, you know, I go back out to the field and I got out there a little bit later, but I was like, I'm staying till 3.34 or whatever and it starts to get kind of darkish. Um, I brought the, what did I bring? The 580, I left home this time. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to risk it. Not, not in one weekend. But um, I did bring my Black Thunder again. And that one, I I flew like four or five packs. Like I brought my charger. I was recharging at the field. I was like, you know, as soon as the battery's done, I will get up and, you know, take my turn, obviously. But I'll go up and, and fly. So I put about four, I think five flights on that helicopter. And awesome. then it was like, all right, nitro time. So I had the black nitro, and then I had my Kraken 580 nitro. And I was like, all right, some nitro time. Start up the the black the, uh, black nitro, you know, right up. And I'm like, kind of sounds funny. I don't know what it is. And then you know, I'm like, while I'm walking up the field, I'm just kind of like wiggling the exhaust by the um, the rubber nipple thingy deflector, you know, because that's it's kind of it starts to get hot. So I just kind of like. Is right. it lost loose? Is something you know, like something sounds weird. And I'm like, all right, let me just start it up and spool it up and get in the air. And Rob's like, I think your rear bearing's going. And I was like, that's what it is. <laughs> so I it's a it's a rebuilt motor, but I only did a piston ring on it. Um oh. yeah. So it's rebuilt and I'm breaking it in, but that rear bearing is like <laughs> like you start hearing why it more, would you not put a bearing in it? I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think when I rebuilt it, I didn't, I was kind of in the process of moving. 
that mo you know so like i didn't have my little oven and i just i was like ah, i just you know i just need to replace the ring it's that's not a bad deal right so yeah i think i'm gonna take the motor apart but i did put four flights no three flights on it and and that was fun you know just kind of breaking the motor getting it getting it just smoking up and i don't know i practicing my auto approaches with that too um nice. awesome yeah, so I think it's kind of going to be something I want to try to do with every helicopter, at least one or two, not packwards, but like maybe a minute per each flight is practice that approach so I get used to it and stop being a pussy about it and fucking, you know, <laughs> end all my flights with an auto like I should be, you know? Yeah, yeah. I usually end so, my flights with two or three autos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> I just do one. I do one and I go, that's it. Drop the mic. Well, I, done, I do one auto, but I hit the ground and bounce a couple times. So I count that as three. Mm, okay. There you go. <laughs> that's my um, secret. So, Steve, what you were saying about the, about pulling back and pushing forward, like I've noticed that, um, yeah, you're supposed to have the ba- back a little bit and give it the negative and kind of still come down at that correct angle 45 degree kind of descent yeah but i noticed that if i go up and turn around and i'm don't have the forward momentum i've actually you know nosed it down so i can get a yeah. little momentum right but then right. when i get to the bottom sometimes it's going way too fast on like sideways yeah you and know. you're basically a wall to slow you down right yeah but you can right. get lots right. of head speed that way yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah you do so one of the things that's also interesting is that i was actually like you see me auto Kevin, like at least once, I'm sure. And it'd be like on the other side of the runway, <laughs> you know, like probably about right, right. 20, 30 feet from me, like not close. Um, th- the one of the things I was working on is just aiming that helicopter at myself and coming down about five yeah. or 10 feet in front of me. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a hard part to kind of, for me to get used to because I don't want to obviously hit myself with the helicopter. And for me to like aim that nose kind of at yourself doesn't seem like the right way of doing it right but it actually is because you'll even though you're pointing at yourself you won't actually land on yeah, you dude. i you know? i would say you gotta almost aim it straight at yourself you gotta feel right. like you're going to hit yourself like, and then when nose, it gets there you'll be like right. 10 feet away right and that's yeah. the thing i was noticing mm-hmm. and i know andy's got more experience at it than me but i've kind of noticed that i start off that way but i slowly kind of maybe push it over just a little bit so i can kind of see the tail and then i'm like okay yeah. and at that point it's just that's that's where i'm doing the the nose down like if i'm not coming down like further far enough towards myself like uh up and down the runway more or less not in and out like if i'm if i know i'm gonna like land way to my right that's when i push the nose down so i can kind of like Get get some more momentum forward, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, Andy's probably got tons more experience at it yep. than me. I, I have, I have had to take a step back before, so it's not, <laughs> not foolproof. That's hysterical because I said that this weekend. I said everybody that was that I was flying with this weekend. I was like, "Do you guys notice that I take a step back when I go up to do the auto?" And everybody was, and Mike, of course, was there going, yeah, we, we take a step back when you start flying. You know? <laughs> right. I was like, that's no, good. I've came that's down good. in the auto and be like, maybe like, I should take two close. steps back. That's looking, that's <laughs> yeah. coming too close. Right. 
Um, oh, and f- I forgot to mention, all these autos were done at the lowest head speed I can, like, oh, on my cool. bank one. So that's it kind of kind of helps here when when you're actually spooling yeah. up more, right? Like when you start kind of overspeeding a little. Um, not really overspeed, but just spooling up the head more. Yeah, um, dude. You're, help you're, like, you're like almost there, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, sure. if I wanted to, I can just do it. And But I'm going to keep practicing to the point where, like, I don't have to think about it. I'm not making like dumb corrections, like where a helicopter yeah. starts to go, you know, because of wind or something, you have to compensate and start to get pushed away from you to give a little left elevator and I mean, left cyclic and like push it towards you more, <laughs> you know, come yeah. at you more. Um, yeah, you'll yeah. be doing rolling, flipping autos before you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'll be happy if I could just end every flight with an auto, even if it's a nice floater or, you know, just a nice one. Um, let's see. What else? Ooh, I got my membership card. So I did apply for Fredericksburg, paid my dues, and I got my membership card in the mail I think yesterday nice. or the day before. Yeah. Nice. So it's official. I can now fly there anytime I want, I guess. Um, what else did I do? I ordered now some- when they ask you, did you pay your dues? You can <laughs> yeah. say, yes, uh-huh. sir. The check is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> And they actually do PayPal now. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I ordered some parts. Did I talk about that last week? I don't even know. I don't remember. Like some of these days working from home now, every day is just, every week is just a blur. But um, yeah, I ordered some parts from BK Hobbies. I got a set of 600 switchblades for the 580 Nitro. I bought some white landing skids for it too. Um, and for the electric. Um, I got a new fan because I want to try re-gluing the magnets this time the right way. Oh, so I bought another nice. fan just to you know have that ready and built. So if I ever pull the motor out or want to swap it, I can swap it real easy. Um, and then I don't know if I spoke about this last week either, but I ordered something. I ordered a new helicopter. Really? Um, yeah. So I've been hearing a lot of things about this, and it's, I guess, brother or sister, right? The OMPM2 version 2 helicopter, um, and I guess the brother version would be the Logo 200. And I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about the OMP. People have been talking about it. Uh, you know, Cliff has one, talks highly about it. You know, Greg Barbudo, you know, all of the folks, like, that seem to kind of know about it, they or have one, been talking about it. So I said, why not? I need a small backyard flyer and I want to do a review on something. So, you know, and this is like, it's not a goblin. So, you know, I'm not repping my team or anything. So when I, you know, like, I don't like, I don't want to do a review for something that I kind of, I'm sponsored by. I just feel like whatever people here are going to think it's biased. So there's no point doing that. But in OMP, it's not something I'm sponsored by. It's going to be a, a, you know, totally bias-free review. Um, if I don't like it, I'm going to talk a whole ton of shit about it. You know, that's how I do. Um, if I love it, then I'm going to praise it like it's the best, right? Like, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> if you love it, you're only going to talk a little bit of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of shit. But, yeah, you know, if it's like, <laughs> it got some issues right off the bat. Um, anyways, I got it, what, yesterday. And... I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to get it all set up. And, you know, my, of course, you know, my DX9, the battery is completely dead. It's saying low voltage and shutting off. 
So I'm like, I can't set this up. And then I'm like, shit, I don't know where to plug it for my DX9 to plug it in. Oh, boy. Okay, well, it's a LiPo battery, right? I have a Pulse 4000 in there, a transmitter battery. And I'm like, okay, I'll pull that out. And I'll charge it. I'm like, oh, man, it has this fucking weird lead. <laughs> Not a JST, but kind of like a flat, weird, white connector. Anyways, it looks almost like a balance connector, right? And I'm like, all right, how am I going to do this? I'm like, all right, uh, fuck it. I'm just going to solder <laughs> an XC60 connector to two pins. And I'm going to fucking shove these pins into the, <laughs> to the little outlet. And then the balance port, you know, will get connected to the balance cable and i started charging it so i got to charge you know i that those wires are so thin i was like i'm just gonna charge it one amp you know i'm not yeah one amp it's not even one seed you know yeah because i don't want it to i just want it nice and slow and it was 3.3 volts per cell it was down what so, size battery is it a 4000 oh yeah. yeah but it was you know one amp point, is you're safe with that yeah i've tried to do as safe as possible so because the wiring is so thin, it's like several leads, basically. Yeah. Yeah, one amp. And it was at 3.3 volts. I just wanted to take it nice and easy. Yeah, 3.3. Yeah, it's it's almost dead. Um, but it charged up. It balanced. It's like 14 IRs or something like that. It's pretty high. But it's a two-cell you know, receiver pack. Who cares? Um, it charged up, and then I binded it and got it all set up today. And I'm like, man, screw this. After I took a shower and they breakfast i'm like fuck it i'm gonna go outside for a minute <laughs> right before work like in i don't know nine ten in the morning or something um and i flew it it was freezing outside and it was windy as fuck that thing i'm gonna just say my initial real quick flew like it flew amazing it really did it flew really great it surprised me um, awesome it surprised me so much i started like not just sport flying it i started Kind of back flipping it and pure flipping and half pure flips and and you know doing just the maneuvers I do where it's just like back flip back flip half rotation front flip you know and like switching it around um, and I'm kind of going left to right and I crash into a I back flip right into a tree. Oh, jeez! <laughs> On the first flight, uh, a nice. minute and a half into the flight. Mm. Um, so you know I'm like, oh shit, I fucked it up already. <laughs> Get up and it's like, you know, it's it was it wasn't like high in the tree. I could just reach up and grab it. Um, so I, I kind of grabbed it, pulled it down. I broke two servo horns and the tail rotor blade. And the canopy got kind of nicked a little. Whatever. I don't care about that. Um, but not too bad. Landing in a tree, you know, at like okay. pretty much full speed backflipping. Um, so we'll see. So I already had my first crash with it, which means... At nine, what did I say? Nine ten, nine twelve and a half. I'm sitting inside on my computer ordering parts for it, <laughs> and so I ordered, you know, two sets of blades. You know, got uh, I think the tail booms come in a set, so a set of tail booms, some, um, you know, tail rotor blades. Couple, like they come, I think two or three in a set. I bought two sets, a uh, bunch of servo horns, just you know, a bunch of stuff that I, I feel like I'm gonna need, you know, linkages and stuff that I might lose in a crash. Right. Well, it's good you could get them. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, oh, I forgot to tell the deal I got too. Like I ordered it from Buddy RC, and mm-hmm. they had some like back Black Friday twenty dollars off the helicopter. So I ordered the heli with the battery pack, um, and a satellite for three fifty eight shipped. I think the helicopter new is three 
29 or 349 so 349 yeah yeah, yeah. so for 358 shipped i was like uh oh, you know no problem guess how much i ordered so all that stuff that i ordered plus feathering shaft main shaft and i don't know maybe a couple of things it was like about i think eight items the total was like 70 bucks shipped i'm like wow it can crash in these small helis are so much cheaper. <laughs> so now how big is that compared to the like the Oxy three or Oxy two? It's an Oxy two. It's one ninety five millimeter blades. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, uh Buddy RC still has it for three twenty nine as mm-hmm. of recording on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um oh. and so like, you know, I got the helicopter, but I didn't like you know, um before, you know, it's kinda of like taking a look at it and the build quality, which looks amazing. The the build quality looks great. But I didn't even know that it came with a battery. So I, now I have two batteries. So the oh, helicopter cool. comes with a battery, and it's, it is, you know, Futaba ready, bite and fly. But for Spectrum, you need to buy a satellite. But it was cool. I didn't know it came with a battery. So I was like, oh, shit. I got two batteries right off the bat. This is great. I did order another battery and um, some battery trays. Because even though it comes with a battery, it doesn't. it's weird. It comes with extra stuff. You know, like most blade kits or ready-to-fly helis, they come with some extra parts, right? Right. Um, you know, even goblins, they'll have like a little spare parts back. It's uh, it's interesting. Most companies will give you like a set of mains and set of tail blades and like maybe a main gear or maybe a landing skid or maybe, um, a fe- you know, feathering shaft or a, or a main shaft. This one came with servo horns, a um, couple zip ties, a main shaft, a feathering shaft, no blades, no tail blades, like... I don't know. I just find it interesting that like they'll give you a, a feathering shaft and main shaft and servo horns. So like I'm guessing they know that those are gonna break, but like tail blades, I just would think that they would throw a couple extra in there, you know? Like was there just little plastic tail blades? Oh but, yeah. But no. <laughs> so it's uh it's down right now, but I'm definitely gonna do a review. So I'm gonna fill out a full out like review um episode for it. And we'll probably do that in the early next year. Um, once I get a, I want to get a decent amount of flights and crashes in it, mm-hmm. you know, to do a proper review. Sweet. Do you know what the difference is between the V2, the M2 V2, and the M2 XP, EXP? Um, one is like a basic version. One, I think, has like, I don't, I think it has a plastic head. Okay. Um, there's, a, there's like a cheaper one, right? It's like a, I think it's like 280 or something like that. Two, 260, 259 is the yeah. EXP, and the V2 is 329, 329 on Buddy RC right now. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I know that the EXP or that version, the basic version, has like the plastic parts and stuff. This is all aluminum and. Okay. You know, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I think this one also has like the programmable flight controller. I don't know if the ESP does. I think that one has like the basic one where it's just like whatever you get, you get. Like as far as like I can adjust the the gyros, uh, I can just rate and I can draw adjust the gyro like um, the gains on the heli through the flybar's control, like kind of like a spectrum. What is the one? The beast X pushing buttons and stuff. Yeah. Um, you can program it. So okay. I think it might have the one that you can't program, which is cheaper and stuff. So Okay, cool. Yeah. But I think this is the one to get for helicopter folks, you know? Like the people that like us. Yeah. Right? 
who yeah, yeah. spent thousands of dollars on helis, why not get the the you know the high end version? Right. Um. Yeah. And that's enough of my week. Let's go to the main topic. More about my week now. <laughs> More about my week. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah. Well, usually around this time of year, we have Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We say what we were thankful for. For maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, um, I could. I could do that. You guys could do whatever you want. Okay. Well, I mean, let me describe my Thanksgiving a little, just to share that. They kind of have a Thanksgiving that was interesting. Um, okay. It was one of the least stressful Thanksgivings ever. Nice. Says we moved 500 miles away from any family. <laughs> 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 you know, so nice. it was like, nice. hey, it's just us. You know, um, we took it easy this year. We basically had two main things, which was like um, ham and turkey, and um. Just you and the kids. Yeah, so it's just us and the kids. And what ended up happening was like, I'm like, you know what? I want to, I want to deep fry a turkey this year. Oh, right. You know, I'm like, I got a driveway for it. Like my old house, the drive was all slanted. I'd be worried that, you know, <laughs> it's going to tilt over or something. Fall over and roll out down the driveway. Right. Yeah, into the garage <laughs> and start that fire. And now all my RC shit is, and car meows all burnt down. But um, so I was like, all right, we're going to do this. I'm going to move the truck. I'm going to do it right in the middle of the driveway. So it's safe. I had a fire extinguisher. I even I recorded it. <laughs> I was like expecting a huge thing. But I got to say, deep fried turkey is the way to go, man. It really yeah. is. So first of all, you're deep frying a turkey. So that skin on the turkey is freaking delicious. It's so good. It's so crisp, you know. Um, The other thing is. It only takes it only takes about thirty minutes of prep, and it only takes thirty five minutes to cook a ten pound turkey. Yep, it is yeah. so quick. Now, did you do what Andy suggested? Make sure that the the oil was boiling <laughs> hot, and then put the frozen turkey in it. Yeah. Yes, yes, with awesome. the, with all the bits that it comes with too, the neck and the giblets or whatever you call it. Yeah, I just tossed the whole thing in there. Did you stand got, on a gas can while you did it? No, no, I just slam dunked it like, you know, okay. um, clean basketball. <laughs> yeah, and then walked away, you know, with the big ball of fire behind me like George, you know. Like George on the, on <laughs> right. the golf cart. Yep. <laughs> no, no. So, you know, we, we, we put the turkey out, let it kind of um, get a little bit room temperish, like temper, right? Temperature, sorry. Um, we didn't buy a frozen turkey. We bought a, just a regular, like it was a young turkey, but it was only 10 pounds. So it wasn't frozen. So it was easy to like, basically just kind of clean out and like you pat it dry with, you know, paper towels and, right. you know, really that's all, you know, and you season it, right? You inject it. So I don't know. It's just something about it. Like you just inject, you know, whatever seasoning it was some Cajun seasoning and you hook it up, put that little thing in it up his ass and coming out the other end and you hook it and I had my welding glove in my head so I didn't just in case it splashed up I would burn myself and like welding welding mask on. Yeah, no I didn't put my welding mask on. I I wanted people to see the idiot that's dropping this turkey in case something (laughs) goes wrong in the camera. But um no, I dropped the turkey in and you know slowly just kinda put it in. It 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 initially kind of like I was like, whoa 
that shit's making a lot of noise. Is, is this supposed to make all this noise? Like, yeah. I don't know what frying noise sounds like, but it's just like it's going to explode and fucking shoot a ball of or hot oil at me, you know, noise. No, it was uneventful. You know, I slowly put it in and and start the timer. And literally 35 minutes later, I pull out the turkey and it says golden deep fried turkey, like, look, I don't know. It's, and I think, I don't know. I like, I like coca turkey, but when it comes to like Thanksgiving turkey, you know, roasted turkey, it's, it's all right. It gets dry pretty quickly and you end up having to like eat it with other stuff and smother it in gravy and all this stuff. Not the deep fried turkey. It just was like, I don't know. To me, it tastes like fried chicken. And I was like, oh, man, this is so good. I just want to eat more of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's just so much less stressful than, like, basing a turkey every 30 minutes, making sure it doesn't dry out. And at the end of the day, it still dries out, you know? Yeah. Yep. Then to just, like, spend an hour and 15 minutes from prep to done. And, you know, you wait 10, 15 minutes to cool down in your car. You know, it's great. Um, I started the turkey at night. <laughs> like... You know, I cooked it at like 5.30, I think, or something like that. Like, it was dark outside. I had to set up, like, my Ryobi construction little lights or whatever, you know, so I couldn't see what I'm doing, um, which is what's <laughs> great because the whole day I was just relaxing. And the wife was just, you know, she was making her sides and stuff. And and then we're, we were relaxing most of the day. It was great. Um, let's see. Yeah. So what do we give thanks for, huh? Yeah. I'm thankful for thanks. you guys. Oh, I talked Aww. over you, Andy. It's okay. Yeah, I didn't really hear that. Aww. It's okay. I'll edit you out, Kevin. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, I'm thankful yeah. for you guys and all the the folks I've met in this hobby due to this oh. hobby. Dude, absolutely. That was the first thing on my list. Thanks to all the listeners. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. you, Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But yeah, thanks to both you guys, George, everybody that makes this show possible, you know, Dave, Chris Rybert, yeah, Ian, Joel, but especially thanks to Andy, man, because he's stuck it out the longest with us two knuckleheads. Uh-huh. I know. I tried, man. Do I get an I award get or something? Plate, man. Yeah. I get a bag of peanuts. Bag of peanuts. Yeah, but yeah, that for me and and the the second one I had was uh for the guys that join us on the sim Friday night and Discord, man, that's just a freaking hoot and a half, man. Yeah, just a lot of fun. And just one thing about this um, but this hobby that I love, it's like, you know, I was catching up on um because I've been driving back and forth to Fredericksburg so much this weekend, I was catching up on the um what is it the down under podcast okay and you know they have their own sim thing too they do like these sim challenges and stuff and okay. you know they have a group of guys that they i think they use next and they all jump on like i think on a wednesday or something together and it's kind of like what we do with ours on friday they've been doing it you know on wednesday kind of bringing their local community of like of pilots together and flying and doing challenges and just shooting the shit, you know, just like we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and it's, it's awesome. Cause it's like, we have this heli community, which is such a niche community, but then even within that, there's like these little groups that form and these little clusters of people and friends and, 
you know, the people you know and that you're like, you're, it's your heli buddies, like it's your friends, you know, your close friends in the hobby and stuff. Um, it's just amazing, you know. It's like I see it when I see it a lot now because, you know, I was in that, cl- like that group with, with you, Kevin and, and Rob and Devin and all the New Jersey folks, all the Northeast folks. And, and some of it bled to like, you know, Maryland, where Dan and, and Virginia, where Monty and the Telerotor guys are. But like now that I moved down here, I'm starting to see other groups like that, right? Like you have the groups of Virginia folks and and all the helipilots in Virginia and, and North Carolina starting to bleed into that group and, and Virginia bleeding to North Carolina and even like South Carolina bleeding up. And, you know, like all these clusters of people and friends and communities within the community of the RC Heli you know, that the bigger community of us. So I just thought that was very interesting. These like little micro communities that get formed. Um, yeah. In the hobby, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All I heard you say was there's a whole lot of bleeding going on. So what's that <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> of communities. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just think it's great. Like how these groups are, you know, merging kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to use what words to use for this. You know, it's almost like, what is that? Like a Venn diagram of these two big groups that at least I knew was the Northeast group, right? All the Jersey folks, the New York folks, the people in Mass and, and you know, in, in Philly and, and, you know, Pennsylvania and stuff and even Ohio. Um, and then you start seeing like these other groups. It's just, I don't know, it's great. Such a great hobby. It is. And like, no matter where you go in those groups, people know other people. Yeah. So some some of them, even if you haven't met them, you know, you mm-hmm. still know who they are. And, yeah. Which is one other thing. I, I know it's probably too early for me to talk about that. I probably was going to save this for later, but I, I have to respect and I, I give thanks for this hobby uh, in a way uh, that it still has people that are are uh, not afraid to tell it like it is, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole thing that happened with the. Uh, with Sherman, um, Sherman Martin, man. And, you know, he got it in front of the camera. He told it, what it, what, how it is. And it really, it's, it said a lot for his character and, and uh-huh. what a guy he is, yeah. uh, just to, to tell that story, Yeah, which is, which, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that, that we can all get together 50, 60, a hundred guys, you know, whatever it is yeah, and not have numbers. any problems and just go and have a good time. We're all there to have a good time, you know? for the most yeah. part and and it's just sure. how many guys you run into man when uh, when you go to the fun flies and just you just if you've gone to a few of them you're starting to know uh you know yeah. all of the like, guys and it's like a freaking like, high school reunion every like, other weekend mm-hmm, right <laughs> or one big family yeah. and even mike d says it now like mike d was doing the planker stuff and he had, mm-hmm. he wasn't really into helis but went to the you know the fall mow down and yeah. he's been to the stuff down in south jersey Mm-hmm. with us and this year's kind of weird you know with yeah with covid and all that but uh mike even says it he goes you know these guys welcomed me right off the bat like the first day it was just like you know yeah. i'm laughing and i'm hanging out with these guys and having a good time it really speaks volumes for the hobby and because like i don't know i've flown the planes done that i kind of like it i still mm-hmm. fly them but there's something about the complexity of the helicopters that just is so freaking and i'm like i was saying before you know yeah. to the point where i'm i'm really enjoying myself flying yeah. and having a lot of fun and just so glad i'm not smashing them every weekend like uh-huh. i used to yeah 
but it it gets to that point where you know it, it's it's humbling in a way because the guys you know that aren't complete assholes and i haven't met one yet it's like they all know that hey d- there was a day one for me too you know or there was a there was a time where i was really frustrated and ready to quit and i needed help and people were there to help me you know uh-huh yeah and that's all i have written down <laughs> um <laughs> all right <laughs> is that all we have then <laughs> no but then see and I and I also think of the guys that put together the fun flies, you know. Yeah. You, you gotta like and guys like um you know, Monty and uh the guys we met at Urcha that were putting that together and just you know oh they're, they're doing the hard work and the legwork so we yeah. can go out there and have a good time, you know. Uh-huh. And it's a bit of a thankless job as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's be honest. Those uh-huh. uh Urcha guys work really hard and they catch a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, but right. without them, we wouldn't have that great event that we love to go to. So yeah, and a lot of fun flies are like that as well. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's always people got something negative to say about how an event is being run or something. Sometimes they're warranted. Sometimes they're not, but yeah, it takes a lot of work to put on a, a fun fly, especially a multi-day event. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. Unless you come to the free fall fun fly, <laughs> then we're like, yeah, just do whatever. Yeah, just, just, yeah, be safe and do whatever you want. <laughs> be safe, do whatever. Kevin's done flying; he's gonna start drinking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to take a step back anymore. <laughs> oh boy, um, yeah, I do think. Uh, I don't know. Free fall next year is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. I do want to try to get up to South Jersey um, soon. I don't know. I don't know. How's the weather? The weather up there is still not too bad, right? Yeah. It's is been it all right. Kinda, okay. Uh, it got cold today, actually. But even right. this past weekend, it was in the 50s, so it was it was fine. Yeah, that's, that's doable. Awesome. So thanks to all our listeners. huh? I do also want to th- give thanks to, obviously, to both of you guys. Um and all the all the free RC crew, right? George, um, Angel, Mike, you know, just everyone who's helped out. David Hill, um, Chris Ryburn, of course, you said. Also, I don't know. I feel like obviously my family, my wife, you know, my kids drive me nuts. Makes me, you know, deeper into the hobby. I love it. And um, <laughs> <laughs> makes me close that door a little bit harder. Got a good good excuse to leave them alone for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, go fly. Go get out of here. <laughs> um, well, but, you know, just, I don't know. I feel pretty blessed this year. I think, uh, you know, with, with the way that the world's turning and I still feel like, you know, I still have my job. Like, I'm, I'm lucky that nothing in that front has affected, you know. It actually kind of, you know, to be honest, it helped me kind of go full remote, which is something that I wanted to do eventually with my job. Um, right. So it kind of expedited that opportunity, which I think, you know, it's, it's kind of a blessing in disguise, you know. Yeah, it sucked that we couldn't go on vacation, couldn't really do much. But um, I think for the family, I was able to kind of, start crafting a better life for them right like better house better property better schools better kind of just overall standard of living for them um i feel it's gone up 
you know, so I'm kind of thankful for all that. And just all my friends, you know, who supported me, you know, can't give like enough thanks to, you know, to you, Kevin, to, to fucking, you know, Rob, Rob and Devin, they've, they've, yeah. you know, helped me so much over so many years, you know, I could never give enough thanks to them. Um, just to everyone who supported me, you know, with, with everything, with the move, you know, Mike Welsh fucking hooking me up with that trailer. Like, I just, I can't thank him enough, you know. He's been such a huge solid with that thing, you know, just the the cost of it to like, I mean, he lent me his plates and he had it registered still for an extra couple months for me. Like, I just, you know, to help with the, you know, for me to get it all moved down. I, was, I still have a Jersey license. I can't transfer my license until the new year because I made an appointment with DMV and that's the earliest appointment I can make. Wow. So like, yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know. I just I, f- I feel really thanks for everyone, you know, and everyone who's touched my life and affects, you know, everything from day to day to even the folks that I just I see at fun flies or I see once in a while, you know, catch up with everyone. I just it's such it's so great to be a part of something so niche but so big in my opinion, you know, like yeah, I know I know we say our hobby is small and it really is in the the perspective of other hobbies or other you know, things that people spend their time with. But I think, you know, there's still a lot of us and, and we're still slowly, you know, kind of growing in different ways, I think. Um, I think we're in on the hobby when it's in a in a good time, though, too. I mean, yeah. aside from this year, when yeah. you think about, and I'm talking about the helicopters, when you, when you think about helicopters and where they were at, you know, 10 years ago or oh, 20 right. years ago, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think we're... We're well, in between, at a good time. Between that and, you know, Kevin, for you and I, and I think Andy, too, you, you, we've all been kind of flying around the same amount of years, um, mm-hmm. at least specifically. Um, you know, I don't know if we really, we didn't really partake in that big, like, boom of helicopters back in, what was it, that people were saying 2011, 2012, yeah. 2013, I think. Right. You know, when there were like, whatever, 1,300 people at Urcha, like, just huge numbers of things and just so much I guess, you know, I almost consider it as inflation in the hobby. The hobby kind of blew up so fast and inflated so quickly that it kind of popped. And now we're seeing the the actual hardcore, you know, folks, the, the, the in it to win it or in it to, you know, have fun kind of folks that aren't in it because it was a cool thing or it was something that was like new and exciting, It's you know? We're, yeah. Like it's like a core, like a solid core of people that really enjoy the hobby, the flying, the camaraderie, you know, all of that. Um, and I think we're lucky to see that, right? Like to to know that and and to be able to see that, you know, every new person that we meet in the hobby, you know, is could be that part of that solid core of the hobby that keeps perpetuating the hobby, you know, and keep moving it and, and giving it that base that it needs to survive. So. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I've I've met so many amazing people in the hobby from like Uh all over, all over the world. Yeah. And I mean, the podcast does have a lot to do with it too, but even if we weren't doing the podcast, I've still I don't think it would matter that much. Yeah. A lot of great people. Yeah. Up and down the East Coast. Yeah. Especially at the local events, right? The events that we go to. Yeah, you know, annually, let's say, right? Every fall, mow down, every spring fling, you know. Yeah, 
That's awesome. All right. So we want to hear from our listeners. When this post, when this episode gets posted, we want to hear what you're thankful for. And don't say for us. I mean, <laughs> it's very humbling. <laughs> don't get me wrong. You know, when people are like, we really appreciate the, the effort and, you know, the the weekly episodes. Like, we've heard I it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, like, yeah. I want I want to hear more, though. Direct I mean, you all know? your appreciation straight to Kevin. Yeah. Yes. To skip he me needs it. To skip Steve and I because, you know. <laughs> yeah. Our heads are big enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right all right uh okay so i guess let's move it on sure yes moving on i'm i'm thankful that we're moving it on (laughs) awesome all right do we have a planker segment we do not have a planker i think he's he's still gearing up for christmas yeah he's busy i have i have been talking to him about the yeah, I don't know. Have we really spoke about that on the show? No, I think so. No, I don't know. Maybe I know we've we've spoken about it, but I don't know if we've spoken about it on the I show. I don't usually pay attention to what's on the show, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, Wait. yeah. That, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Wait, uh, do what? <laughs> so, since we don't have a planker segment this week, why don't we talk about the planker <laughs> and what our plans are, huh? Okay. All right. Planker's the greatest. Yeah, Planker is the best. And he is. The musical. The Planker. Oh, oh the my God. That is my favorite episode. <laughs> I've listened to it six or seven times now. Nice. <laughs> it's the greatest. I still love the Andy song. Because mm. yes. that's how he's got them broken up. They're all great. The Kevin song, Steve yeah. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite so, is the very last one with Steve in his car. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's fantastic now. It's, it's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. Oh, man. So we have, you know, for our listeners that have been with us for for the years, I guess you could say, um, around around this time of year, we will take a couple weeks off. We're shooting for, obviously, the weekend or the week of Christmas and New Year's. We won't be releasing an episode. So, I don't know whose idea this was. I don't know if it was something that I thought up or Andy. I don't, I don't know who thought about it. Maybe Mike did. I don't know. Maybe it was Mike. Yeah. But what we're doing is the Planker segment. We've given the show to the Planker. Oh, my gosh. It's coming to you. The, the Planker is basically going to be taking over our show. More For or less. two weeks. For two weeks. Yeah. So for the two weeks that we don't do the record... Um, because we're out celebrating with our families and friends. Um, we got the planker to do the job for us. <laughs> so he's going to be releasing some episodes. And um, I don't know. We're going we're gonna to make it some interesting stuff. I think we're going to maybe try to embed some type of giveaway or some kind of puzzle clue thing. I don't know. We haven't really thought it through yet. But we want to have some type of... Um, thing with that episodes that are coming up but yeah he's going to be releasing two episodes um for us and it's going to be a full planker episode from freefall i am scared <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah mm. i'm i'm not scared i'll be scared mm. afterwards <laughs> yeah after it, after it airs after it airs uh, 
Oh, man. It's going to be interesting. We'll see. So, yeah, um, expect to hear some episodes of the Planker. This is, oh, my God, I can't believe we're doing this. What is yeah, wrong with us? But I think it's uh, <laughs> not to let the cat out of the bag, but um, it, it should be little tidbits of him and some of the favorite stuff that he's done over the years. Yeah, some yeah. best of stuff. Yeah. Which is an idea we thought of, you know, years ago, doing a uh-huh. best of. I, I kind of started to do some of that uh-huh. um, and, like, narrate it, but uh, it never aired. Mm. Yeah. I want to I wanna see that project file. <laughs> yeah. It was basically, I, I got to a point where I couldn't stand the sound of my own voice any longer, and I was like, all right, forget it. I don't I think that's this. possible. Me, for me to yeah. not like it? Yeah. It's possible. Oh. <laughs> Don't read too much into it. <laughs> All right. I guess, uh, shall we move it on to news and announcements? Sure. We can do news and announcements. Right. Okay. Fresh off the press today, a new update Ooh. for the V-Bar Neo. And this added better Pyro compensation. Nice. Yeah, they call it Ultimate Pirouettes, especially for small helis like the Logo 200. And they have a video on the V-Stabi explaining what it is. Um, Best I can tell, I didn't watch the video, but it sounds like it um, improved the the Piro comp quite a bit. And they have... uh, Updates for all the Neos, as far as I can tell. Mini Neos, the regular Neos, so on and so forth. Oh, uh, you know, you just, uh, a thought just popped into my head about something that happened to me this weekend. Oh, yeah? When I flew, when I flew that guy Kevin's Furion 6, he had that anti-gravity. Oh, yeah, cool. Sort of Oh, on. yeah? Nice. He kind of had it sort of like on, like maybe 10 or 20% or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I did feel that I had to move the cyclic less when I was doing stuff, which oh, I guess is what it's what it's for. But I don't know, at a point, does that become like a rescue? I don't even want to say like rescue, but you know, at a point, does it I, th- I don't know, man. Do you think it's like a, a cheat in a way at a point, or no? Is it like adding expo to the the way that the helicopter would drop out of the air? Instead of like dropping fast, it drops slow and it goes, you know, like it kind of adds a boost, right? Adds a little bit of like float, artificial yeah. float. You know? Because even even Kevin, the guy who owned the helicopter, said to me, "You know, I don't really want to learn to fly with this on too much because then if I, you know, fly somebody else's heli or they don't have it or if I mm-hmm. decide not to use it, yeah, does it become the next rescue, right? Like where it can potentially, I don't say, you know, I wouldn't think it would completely, but potentially, um." make you rely on it to fly the way you want to fly yeah yeah i don't think that's a good idea i don't even know that you should be using it on a 700 600 or 600 550 yeah. maybe start turn it on a little bit you know like say a, yeah. a 500 and then it you can because the way i understand it and i full disclosure i have not messed with it or i haven't mm-hmm. updated my neo or you know done anything mm-hmm. the way i understand it its main benefit is to make a small heli like the logo 200 right fly like a larger heli 
you know, Float not, like not a large fall yeah. so fast. So you don't have to run, you know, 12 zillion RPM. Okay. Head speed. That's yeah. the way I understand it. I could be yeah. totally off, but I think the bigger the heli, the less you should have it on, if any. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then it over. Yeah. Then it would, you would you, just right? get like, used to something kind of odd that really wouldn't be. Right. You know. Right. Right. Which I think would be kind of a, a little bit of a handicap if you're going to learn to fly yeah, on a bigger be. heli like that. Yeah. You the know, other way that we used to make smaller helis fly like larger heli, helis was to dunk them in a big tank of jello and fly them that way. Yeah. That was back in the old day. Mm. The old days. The way you I, could get jello. The way I did is I just bought bigger helis. Yeah, that I solved say, just, all the problems. Yeah. I bought bigger <laughs> helis and stood further away from them. Well, yeah. I, I should correct. That solved most of the problems, but my wallet got thinner and thinner. So that was a problem. Yeah. My wallet got squirrely. Yeah. <laughs> the helis got tame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to say, um, I haven't updated any of mine. I don't, I don't have that. I don't have the tail thingy. And and I'm like, oh, wow, they added another add-on. And I'm like, shit, I didn't. I don't know if I'm gonna update for this either. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, it flies good the way it is. I like the way it flies. I don't know. Right. You know, but maybe on yeah. smaller helis, you know. Yeah. I can see a benefit. I just. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. I I was looking at my garage the other day, and I was like, kind of admiring, like, oh wow, you know. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like the way goblins look, but I I do like the way they look, and I'm like, oh, it's nice to see, you know. And I noticed like 700, 700, 700, 700, 600, 600. And then like, you know, my old Oxy4, Oxy3, and, and now this little um, M2 thing. I was like, oh, and, and my, you know, Blade 450X Combat Bird. I'm just like, wow, all my helis are really big. Yeah. I don't really have like a 500 anymore. I don't really have a 550. Like, you know, the 580. Sure, I'm running 570s on the the uh, nitro but that's gonna be converted to 600 soon you know so it's like hmm, okay that's another thing i noticed this year flying was i no longer have any mm, desire Oxy to fly. Three? Mm-hmm. if i flew that now and i said this to kevin this weekend i was like dude if i freaking had that with me you'd see me beating the crap out of that thing you want to see a flight be, yeah <laughs> me flying that thing now if i could keep it in the air for 30 seconds because i'd probably wind up smashing <laughs> it yeah and that's why I'd yeah freaking throwing will, down with that thing mm-hmm the last time I flew an Oxy-3, I, that's what I ended up doing. I'm like, I'm going to just fly it on the deck and pop, 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 and whoosh, ran to the ground. I'm like, okay, yeah. let me put it back in the wall. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? All right, what else do we have? We have a new Futaba transmitter that's coming out. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, I saw this. Uh-huh. No, I have not. The price point's like, woo. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be the Futaba T16iZ, and it's going to be around $600. And it's got full integration with the CGY760R. Uh-huh. Wireless tuning and everything. Wow. Yep. Supports the FASST, or fastest telemetry. Got a color touchscreen, USB-C for the simulator. They're saying about a month from being available on Futaba USA. I don't 
have any more specs or really much information about it right now. But it looks promising. Hopefully they don't yeah. cheap out on the hardware too much. If they don't, this could really be a, a, a good heli radio. All right. I, you know, basically a contender to the V control, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Now, is that a touch screen? A touch screen? Yeah. Or no? cu- cu- yes, uh-huh. it's a touch screen. Mm-hmm. Color yes, touch okay. screen. Yep. Okay. So interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm very, yeah. very interested. To see how this works out. How it turns out. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. I would have to hold one, obviously, but yeah. if they yeah. put some decent gimbals in it and stuff, I mean, look, sounds good to me. Man, I can't see them not putting decent gimbals in a 16 channel. I don't know. I mean, I know it's like the price point of 600 is crazy, you know, it's yeah. for a photographer. I mean, but... I'm afraid they're they're cutting corners somewhere to get the price down. Mm. I just hope they don't cut the hardware too much. So, I don't know. Yeah, especially at the hardware that matters. Your gimbals and your switches, you know? like Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Yeah, very excited for this. Well, if you think about it, you know, the gimbals are your, it's really your only connection to the radio while you're flying. So, I mean, Futaba's got a history with RC, so they know that. Right. So I, I could not see that. And they traditionally that. have really Shitty. nice gimbals, so. Right, yeah. right. Yep. Cool. All right. That's right. pretty cool. Yep. Next on the list, our buddy at Blackout Mods, Mr. Whoa. Dennis over in Greece, he has redesigned the T-Rex 700XN, which is the Nitro, the, the latest 700 Nitro from a line. And he has got his own frames. And I would call it a conversion, but it's kind of not really a conversion. Um, uh, I don't know. What would you guys call this? A reimagining, maybe? Yeah. Because it's... Fr- it's frames that still hold the nitro. Right. So you're going you're right. taking the nitro and you're changing up the frames. It's still gonna be a nitro, but it's gonna be Yeah. Some would say more better. I don't I don't understand what I'm looking at here. <laughs> I guess if it balanced better it would be What well, don't an you upgrade? understand? I can um, go through the change it changed. It's going it'll be Okay, so uh, I can read through them, but um, it's getting rid of the all the bearings, getting rid of the, yeah, the metal clutch um, liner thing, bell. Mm-hmm. He reversed the or reversed the cyclic servo orientation to put the elevator servo and the anti-rotation bracket in front of the main shaft. Move mm-hmm. the tail servo to the front of the frame using the push rod yep. and the bell crank to help yep. with the uh, CG, get some weight off the tail. Okay. Um, you reserve the location in the front for a header tank if you think you might need it, which would also help the CD, help the CG. So that's the part that was weird. I was like, what is that? That's a tank? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that you really need that, but you could use it if you want to. Um, made a spot in the front for as a switch glow unit. Reserved a location for an expert digital switch at the rear of the frame if you want to use one of those. 
modified the clutch bell to have the proper clearance for the tail drive gear when using the 107 tooth main gear. Made the gear mesh adjustable. So nice. You got, so you can change pinions, have more gear options. Yes. More gear ratio cool. options. Actually, yeah. I'm sorry, not pinions, but you can use Align's RC main gears, the 107 tooth, the 110 tooth, and the 112 in combination right. with the original 13 tooth slant T-Rex 700XN pinion. Yep. Got a special carbon fiber fan shroud. Looks real nice. Save some weight. And his carbon stuff just looks amazing. Yeah. Some would say he's fixed a lot of flaws. I would call this an upgrade. I, I would call it that. We're not no. going to call it that, but I would definitely call it a big upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be an upgrade just to get rid of the, the uh, stupid freaking gearbox yeah. thing. That thing's. I don't know thing, who would yeah. come up with that, but it's a dumb idea. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. anyway, check this out Blackout Mods. I. Don't know if he's got them available yet. There's going to be an extreme version too, which if you've followed his extreme gasser conversion, it's pretty neat. He, I mean, he takes every gram out that you possibly can. Lots and lots of carbon fiber, carbon fiber bearing blocks, all kinds of crazy stuff. He's even making um, composite fuel tanks for the gassers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. He's out of his mind. That's freaking awesome, though, man. Yes, the, the N700X will be tested soon and released early in 2021. Awesome. Yeah, I think this thing will be badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 700 um, parts. I mean, a line T-Rex, you know, stuff, easy to get a hold of. It's not expensive. Nice, super robust. Really nice carbon fiber frame. I'm sure it'll CG better. Uh huh. So um, I think this will be very, very cool. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. All right. And that's all I have in the news today. Okay. All right. Let's move it on then to what's next for you in the hobby. Uh, what's next for you, Andy? Yeah. Okay, I got to start. Have a question here. Yeah, I got to start building this Oxy Five. I wrote no really minute. this time. Wait a minute, I just I just got up off the floor. Hold on. Give <laughs> me time so to I sit had, back. Down. I had an idea, and I'm I'm not sure if I'll do it. I'm not sure if it's even worth it. I thought about if I can rig up a camera somehow something. I thought about building it while doing Facebook Live videos on our Facebook page, you know, maybe a couple hours a night or I don't know, whenever, whenever maybe I want to build. Maybe do like assemblies, like each Facebook live is like an assembly, like yeah. we're building a head today. Yeah, we're something like today. that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if anybody would show up. I'm not sure if it'd be worth doing, but I thought people could hang out, ask questions, you know, shoot shit, yeah, whatever. I'll show up. So I'll I don't show know. for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah, kind of boring, you know, so I don't know if anybody would be, you know, would care, but people could come in and out, you know, pop yeah, in, ask a question, any, and leave. 
can't be any worse than Bill Ann 3. So <laughs> it could be fine. Yeah. So I don't know. I got to kind of figure out logistically how I would do it. I need like a camera or something on a tripod. Yeah, you would need a uh, yeah. yeah, you definitely would need a camera. I mean, yeah, like a laptop and a, and a remote camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need like a webcam or something. Right. If I can find one of those. That way you can still have like the comments and see what you're recording right. on your screen. Right. And you can still yep. type back and answer questions yep. while you work. Yeah. So hmm. let me know. Send us uh, an email or Facebook comment. Let me know if it's something you'd be interested in or just say, no, I don't give a shit. Nobody wants to see it. Watch you sit no, there no, no. and build a model. Please, 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 please tell him that you need him to do this so that he actually gets off his ass and builds that Oxy-5. <laughs> please, <Yeah>. please. <laughs> we need people to say, you need to do this so you can set a date and time and he's now binded to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, is this going to be a, a stretch or is what is it going to be? Uh, just building it normal to start with, the 550. Cool. Awesome. 12 S though, right? No success. Okay. Dude, yep. you're going to freaking love it. I'm actually taking, I bought a motor, but then every the servos and everything else come out of the Synergy 516. Using okay. Using mini so servos. Minis? Yeah, mini nice. servos. Hobby Wing 120. I bought a, I had to buy a bigger motor. Mm. And right on 6S, um, 5,000. Okay, nice. Awesome. Kind of a lightweight 550, hopefully. We'll see. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah, I thought um, that might be, I don't know, might be fun just as a hangout. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, I think people would show up and they would probably bounce in and out and maybe be good and get some yeah. questions, get some what's up and catch up with some folks, you know, while you do some building. Yeah. Yep. Hmm, That's awesome. my idea. So I'm going to work on figuring out how to put that together. Nice. Cool. Um, let me ask a question to you mm-hmm. guys since you asked one. Um, I have a set of mini servos that I got from Doug from, you know, what was that event? The uh, Modal. Um, I thought about putting in a nitro, the 580 nitro to kind of make this like lightweight nitro type of deal. I don't know how much weight I would actually lose from full-size mini, but, you know, maybe a little bit. But I'm actually thinking about maybe putting it in the electric. And, you know, because the electric is success and I don't know. What servos? Just a BK, what are they? 5,000, whatever. Yeah, you know, the the silver and blue ones. So Um, trying to figure out whether to put them in the electric or the nitro. Yeah. I want to put them in one because I feel like it might save a couple grams here. It might make it lighter and, and just mm-hmm. to see if there's actually a difference. Um, on the electric, I have 7,002s, which are cordless, you know, servos. And then on the nitro, I have 8,002s, which are the brushless ones. And I like brushless servos. I love that they're quiet. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I know they may, might not center as well or have off the center torque or whatever. My fly don't care. It you know, it flies the same either way. But it's so nice and quiet, and the, the startup of brushless is so much better in my opinion. It doesn't just jab it into mid stick, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm like, oh man, maybe I should just put in the electric. What to the Haley's way? Which one's heavier? Mm, good question. I don't know. 
let me do that. Let me weigh it and see which one's heavier. And then mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Put in the heavier one, line it up. Yeah. Okay. That's a good bet. I would say. I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't that know. sounds good. You know, or do I make the lighter one even lighter? <laughs> yeah. As well, far you as can setup, always, I mean, gonna... less weight on a nitro is always better. Yeah. So maybe take the brushless servos out of the nitro, put those in the electric, uh-huh. and then put the minis in the electric. I mean, in the, in in the, the nitro, nitro. Yeah. 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 No, I got you. Okay. Maybe. I don't, I don't, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Like, I'm kind of, I think it could go in either one and it'll be great. Yeah. You know? I don't but, think it really matters, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, yeah. But you're right with the nitro. And then, like, as, as the tank gets lighter and every, you know, like, the model just gets lighter and yeah. Yeah. I mean, the less weight, the better, especially on a 55, you know, as, as a 600, it's not like you're mm-hmm. eat up with power. Sure. Right. Right. It's not like an electric where you can just kind of yeah. ask for them. Yeah. Yeah. So my yeah. votes for the yeah. nitro. Nice. All right. Cool. Thanks. Um, I guess I'll go. What's next for me? Uh, yeah, I want to fly more. I want to practice more autos. I want to just, fly um i'll probably wrench and i'll probably pull that motor out of the black nitro get that rear bearing fix you know while the piston and everything's still good like i'll just take it apart pop out that bearing and um damn i don't have an i don't have a grill anymore because i left that at the old house i have my toaster oven but it's somewhere deep in that trailer i gotta take out right you got an oven (laughs) in your house yeah, I don't want to use that. My wife will probably give me shit for it. Do it when she's not in there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Andy need, is you, such an instigator. You need to man. You, know I mean? you need to man up. Man <laughs> up. You know what I'm going to do? I know <laughs> what, what I'm going to do. Need to do is go on ahead and man up. Yeah. And <laughs> no, stick just, that part in the oven. <laughs> just stick it in the oven. You need to say, uh, "Hey, honey, would you care to run to Walmart and grab me some things?" <laughs> As yeah. soon as she leaves, by you the stick way, it in there. Where's the tinfoil? <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the way, I'm yeah. preheating the oven. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I, I have an even better idea. What? I'm just going to rebuild that 91 I have, the YS, and put that back in there. Okay. Yeah. I have everything you need to, to put rebuild a bearing in, in it, though, so. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going re- to rebuild. Well, hmm. The bearing it only has like less than ten flights, I think, before I blew so, the thing up. So uh, you think ah oh, man. Anytime the piston's out, put the damn bearing in. Don't be a cheap ass for two dollars. Yeah, bearing. that's like not doing the throw out bearing when you do the clutch almost. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't be a don't be a douche. I mean it's not even a bearing. I mean I think I have at least two. And all this bearings fit in the YS, right? Uh, I don't I, know. I heard actually. that. I think I heard people put the 105 bearing in the YS, the 91, probably, 96s. But I don't know that. If not, I think I even have a YS bearing. Damn. Okay. All right. I don't know. We'll you know, see, you, could, but, um, you could use a heat gun or a, a torch if you don't want to use an oven. I got to do I don't know where my heat gun is either. Oh my god! I don't even okay. know where my damn soldering iron is. Go out, <laughs> go out in the yard, build a campfire. Yeah, ah, and stick okay. your heli in it. Don't even take it out. Just stick the whole heli in there. Yeah, get that hot oil <laughs> thing that you put cook the turkey. Oh, in. I could just Actually, do that. Actually, you could do that. Yeah. yeah. 
Like seriously, Make sure somebody's you videotaping eat, it. Heat when them. You're doing no, seriously, you could heat the oil up to 300 degrees and stick the uh, the entire case in there. It would work. I mean, it'd be oily and just, nasty, but it would work. I could just put the, the thing on the rack that the pot sits on. Oh, well, that'd work too, I guess. And then well, it has a big ass propane burner. Just that's just going to get very hot on one side, and the other side won't get hot. It'd be better why in the oil. Why don't you take <laughs> it over to Shaggy's house and let him do it on put that it in his oven. freaking. Yeah, stove yeah. He's always bothering us on Discord with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. You well, you could also go to Walmart and get a twenty dollar toaster oven. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they're super cheap. I could cheap. do that. I could, and then return it, right? Like it didn't work. And then return or... it. <laughs> no, put it in your garage. You'll need it again. Well, I just gotta dig to what I have already. Well, then go the find the one you have. God oh, almighty. Just... It's so packed in there. I just, uh, I've got to dig it out. Uh, I think I think it was one of the first things I put in the trailer. Which is you see why we locked the gate after he left Jersey? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't blame you. Uh-huh. It totally makes he sense. He can't now, be huh? pleased. Yeah. He has an excuse for every solution I provide. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I still say use the oven in the house. I stick them in my toaster oven that I toast my bread with. I, who cares? Can't smell it or anything. Just lay a piece of tin full down on the rack, set it in there. All right. We'll see. I'll dig it out. Just got to get off my lazy ass and do something. Pussy. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So that's pretty much going to be my week. I'm going to fly, maybe work on the nitro. I mean, I have enough helis. I can just fly too. I don't need to wrench if I don't want to. Um, I guess I do want to wrench on that, that M2 that I crashed this morning. You better be reporting about all the autos you did next week. Mm. I want to hear about some real life touchdown on the ground autos. All right. Yeah, let's do it. You can do it, dude. Yeah. Do it. I can. I just don't know if the heli will survive, but it'll touch that once. You can do (laughs) it. It'll touch that at least once. All right. Uh, What about you, Kevin? Yeah, hopefully going to get out there and get some flights in, man. I want to hit the sim Friday. It's been uh, what a week. I haven't. I did. I wasn't on there last Friday. Um. So yeah, and then get some flying in, man. Really enjoying myself. Nice. Really am. I. I'm really having a, such. A, I can't. I can't express enough how much fun I'm having with these damn helicopters, man. It's really. It's really cool. It's really. It's like I said. It's been. It's so satisfying to to be like four years later after just crushing them to being now just doing some shit in the air you know i wonder do you feel like as you got more comfortable flying bigger helis only that you i don't know progress faster like there's the small helis you do progress but i feel like you know we were smashing them every time we go flying like might not be the first flight but by the end of the day, those things are coming home broken, you know? Yeah. And But now, like, yeah, we fly these bigger helis, and we I, I feel like we do the same stuff. We just do it a little bit higher because they're bigger and we can see them better. That we don't crash as much, and, and we're, I don't know. I really think the sim and orientations help me mm-hmm. out. Sure. It, it could be that, yeah, it's a bigger. But the bigger helis, I was kind of, especially, like, last year this time with the 690, I was probably... Still, yeah, like, still, just doing a few things and not a lot of stuff. Well, not only that, I think you're still kind of 
not scared, but like apprehensive to like just didn't want to crash it. it. Right. Yeah. You don't want to crash it. You want to push it too hard and you know, in case something happened, right? Like so. Yeah. But you got comfortable pretty quick, so it's good. Yeah, and I, I really gotta say it was the sim. Definitely that helped my comfort. And I wish I could get I just have like a couple more orientations there. There's there's stuff that I really wish I could do in certain orientations. But uh-huh. I mean, for the most part, man, I'm getting, you know, a lot out of the three to five minutes or whatever it is. I'm probably five minutes that I'm getting in the air. Nice. So much so that like now I'm I used to be like, you know, what am I going to do for five minutes? And now I'm like, oh, crap, I got to land already. <laughs> I've been having a good time. Uh-huh. And then the nitro. The few times I flew the the Glogo this year that I got it, you know, after getting it going, uh, I had to remember to look at the tank because I was like, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to run out of, out of fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, just tooling around. Oh, man, I totally forgot to say this. How did I forget to say this in my, I guess, what I've been up to? But um, Saturday, I did a tandem flight with Monty and Scott and- Graham. No, no, I wish Scott was there. <laughs> no, with Shaggy. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah it was a total of guys. Um, I was fucking with Shaggy. It was so awesome. <laughs> nice. So we were, on the, we were on the front, you know, the front line, and we're like, they're like, Monty and Shaggy were like, we're going to go fly up there. You know, and it's a lot of the airplane jet guys there. And I'm like, okay, I got a battery charge. Let's go. Um, and then, like, one of the, yeah, I think Frank Knowles, whatever, landed his jet, his turbine, and then, like, both of them were, like, going up, and I was like, shit, should I fly, too? And they're like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so we, we did, nice. a, I guess, a, a tandem or whatever. Monty's, you know, up in the skies doing his, his precision acrobatic stuff. And Shaggy's kind of bouncing around doing his maneuvers. And at one point, like, I was just, whatever, hovering and doing my little stupid backflips and stuff. But at one point, Shaggy was, like, doing pirouettes maybe about 80 feet in the, in the sky. Okay. And I was probably about 50 feet underneath him as he was like traveling with the pyro flip. I was just trying to keep my helicopter under him. And while I'm doing that, I'm screaming, <laughs> don't drop your heli. Don't drop doing those pyro flips or you're going to crash through a helicopter. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and like everyone's laughing at it. He's actually at that point when I guess he noticed he stayed in a single plane of altitude. Like he didn't drop yeah. because he knew if he drops, he would have crashed into me. And I, I don't care. I would have been like, haha. Yeah, he can, he can, yeah. He can put those in like a four foot box. Yeah, no, he was, he was kind of really good. I don't know. He was kind of bouncing him around. Balling I don't know if around. he was trying to or not, yeah. but you know, but he was like, this is the first time I actually didn't drop at all. Like I stayed right in that same altitude, you know, oh, within see, like five see, feet on each side. So you helped you him. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. thought that was very fun and interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm ready for a Scott Graham tandem now. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see Scott next weekend. Oh, shit. That's right. I'm going to North Carolina next weekend. Nobody's ready for up. a Scott Graham tandem, dude. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to stay really far away anyway, so <laughs> it won't matter. No. Um, yeah, I forgot. It's Friday. Or it's a Saturday. I'm going down to RCHO. Nice. Because I'm going to pick up um, two cases of fuel from Scott. He awesome. made some more fuel, so I was like, dude, hook it up this time, you know? 
So I'm actually getting a case of um, 22 and a half and a case of 30. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, 30, I'm only about two gallons left, so I'm kind of glad. Um, and I got maybe a case and a half of 22, but, eh, you know, water gets good. I'm going to get some. Yeah, sure. I'll just stock Great. it up, if anything. But, um, yeah, so I think a couple of folks are going to be going out there, and uh, I'll come out for the day and hang out. It should be fun. Nice. Yeah. Maybe tandem with Scott Graham. Shall I? Or sh- I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun. I'll definitely do it with the Black Nitro, too. I mean, the Black Thunder, just because, uh, I don't know. I feel very comfortable, and with that custom canopy set, I'm just like, eh, if it ends up going in or whatever. I have the stock ones, you know. I got plenty of booms. Got plenty of canopies, so, you know, from all the custom sets I took off, right? Like, Helicopters I took off for the custom set, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, we'll see. Sounds All right. fun. Let's move it on. Listener pipeline. What do we have? We have uh, a pipeline. Do we? Yes. Are you playing oh, it, Andy, or am I playing yeah. it? I'm playing it. Okay. Awesome. Ready? Hey guys, this is Cliff. Uh, went out flying with Bonnie this past weekend, and. Uh, just found out some interesting information. Oh, I man. found out that uh, that Steve Yim owes Mr. Monty a little bit of money. Um, I don't know exactly <laughs> what went on or how it happened or how it went down or anything like that. But uh, dude, man, twenty bucks oh, is yeah. twenty bucks. Okay. You got to do what you got to do. I, I understand it, Steve. You got to do what you got to do. Hey, hey, hey. good. <laughs> hey, by the way, it was forty dollars, Cliff. Yeah, so, sounds like you did second. it twice. If you owe forty dollars, no, 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 I owe forty. I bought a plane. <laughs> I bought another plane. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What a no, plane! I bought a Profile Three plane. Oh, I was like, he's like, I got this thing for sale for forty bucks. I'm like, I'll pay forty bucks to crash it. <laughs> so, oh man! <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> so, and then it was Shaggy's over, and Shaggy's like. Oh man, if you're gonna crash it, I'll just I'll buy it. I'll buy it back. And I'm like, you can have it for fifty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, but uh I you know, I like collecting these 3D planes. One day I'll just go out there and just, you know, send them all into the dirt. Because that's what happens with me and planes for some reason. I just I don't know. I forget that there's like a throttle and that there's like you know, you can turn off the throttle. It just it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm just, you know, where's the throttle curves? I don't get it. So, anyway, do we have any other? No, voicemails? I don't think so. All right. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you're thankful about. Tell us uh, what your thoughts are mm-hmm. about things. I don't know. Just <laughs> call us. Gosh. Join us on Discord. <laughs> yeah, join us on Discord too. But call us Friday first. Night. Yeah. Call us first at 973-936-8936. And then join us on Discord and say, hey, I left you guys a voice. Yeah, call us and make an appointment for Discord. Right. <laughs> we might show up. If you're for every new person that shows up, we will mute Shaggy that many times. <laughs> for that many minutes. 
for that many minutes, especially when he starts burning shit <laughs> on his forge. Oh. Nice. Poor Shaggy. Poor but, us. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I did a wrap up. <laughs> All right, so Facebook likes. We are at 1,345. It's plus one this week. And oh boy, do we have a name here. Um, Senzo Alteri. Yeah, looks good to me. I think so. Senzo. Senzo. All right. Okay, that movie wasn't too bad. <laughs> All right, Facebook comments. What do we got? Job. You did a great job. Yeah. Let's see what Senzo has to say about it, though. <laughs> uh, Facebook comments. What do we got? Uh, Facebook comments. We have a few comments from the last episode, which I was not a part of. Uh, episode 253, A Night with Chris Wilson. And I tell you, you guys did a great job on that show. It was good to hear his thoughts and Andy, you, I think Steve, you and Andy both said the same thing, you know, how grateful you guys were, you know, that these blades actually went to somebody who could uh-huh. try them out and give us a review sort of on them, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, basically somebody that actually flew and wasn't going to just turn around and sell them on eBay or anything like that, right. you know, mm-hmm. which I thought was great, man. So we had a few, uh, comments, uh, basically about Ian Joel, uh, MSP Michael Shaggy Parker said, "Good show, guys. Though that Ian Joel guy is effing annoying, and uh, somebody, I guess Ian Joel, commented back saying, are you sure you were listening to the right podcast and not listening to yourself on Telerotor?'" <laughs> <laughs> Shaggy said, "Shit." <laughs> uh, and our speaking of zingers, our buddy William Anthony. The third uh, said it was great to hear about the hobby back in the 80s and 90s. Also, the Planker episode was brutally funny, and he's not wrong about that. Plus, thanks for turning off Kevin's mic this episode. Awesome, but please turn George's mic back on. (laughs) Well, thanks for thinking about me, Bill. Uh, And Ian Joel said, next episode. LOL. Mm-hmm. And I got to thank Ian for stepping in too. Joining the, the guys. Mm-hmm. There were some Thanksgiving memes by Ian. Oh. My favorite one so far that I've seen, well, uh, the, the one that was like the, the top, the creme de la creme was the one of the shark, the Meg shark uh-huh. eating, you know, Ian and then that shark yeah. eating Shaggy. That oh. was, and I don't think Ian came up with the meme, but uh, there's a meme of of uh, the Eric Andre show where he's like shooting that guy. Have you seen that one? No. Where he's yeah. shooting the he's shooting the guy, and he's and it says the guy in the chair that's being shot. It says new people wanting to get in the hobby, and that he's shooting in the one frame that guy, and the caption above that. The, the shooter it was Eric Andre. It says, uh, it says old, old people in the hobby or something like that. And then the next shot is the guy in dead in the background. And Eric Andre is looking at the camera and it says the hobby is dying. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> okay. He explains it so well. Mm, you got to send me that. With some of the old people in the hobby. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to, I'll search through my Facebook and see if I can see it. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought you were explaining the shark one for a minute. And then I finally figured it out. You'd already moved on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little behind. Uh, yep. Under the uh, Black Friday meme, that uh, Thanksgiving meme that Ian posted, we got a few uh, guys commenting on stuff they're thankful for. thought we should read a couple of those. Oh, yeah. good. Eric Bonfig said, thankful to have great podcasts to listen to through the cold winter months to keep me interested in the hobby. Keep up the good work, guys. Need more George. Oh. I agree. Me too. Uh, Jamie Burkholder says, I'm thankful that this podcast led me to fly helis this year, have made a lot of new friends and learned several new skills in just the last six months. My wife is not as thankful for this. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. That's a brilliant comment. That's awesome. Chris Roberts said he's thankful for the friends he's made. Uh Yeah. Absolutely. For sure, yeah. Ian said absolutely. Um, uh, oh, we didn't wrap up last week, so we got to go back. Well, wait a minute. Steve Wattenberg said, I agree with that. Oh, did I miss that one? And uh, oh, I Ian did. said, I've seen firsthand lifelong friendships made in this hobby, Ian said after that. Sorry, I didn't click more. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. Yeah, the, this uh, meme with the shark, Ian says, the ball-busting food chain of free fall. So you got <laughs> you got a scuba diver, and you got a great uh-huh. white shark coming up under it about to eat it. The scuba diver, scuba diver is named Shaggy. Ian Joel is the shark about to eat Shaggy. Well, then coming up under that is that Megalodon giant thing, and that's the uh-huh. planker. He's about to eat everyone. Yeah. This week's episode. Pretty great thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. On the air show post about uh, the one with Mike DiPaolo, uh-huh. William Anthony writes, This was a great episode. Mike DiPaolo is a great source of technical knowledge that can be heard on Telerotor RC Podcast. On this podcast, you will get none of that. <laughs> except from George and Andy. Speaking of technical, there appeared to be a problem with Kevin's mic this week. His volume was lower than everyone else on the podcast. Hopefully next podcast it will be even lower, like he isn't even here. Ha ha. Good show, everyone. And you got your wish, Bill. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's what, yes. So shut up, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Mike DeGenero, the planker, said, um, Ian Joel, do you need a towel or another consular? Ian replied, definitely a bomb pop and more therapy after that. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking What's about. It's a bomb pop. Sounds dirty. I don't know. Yeah. A bomb pop? That's what he said. B-O-M-B-P-O-P. Isn't that like a uh, something you got off the ice cream truck when the ice cream man came around? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not in Ian's neighborhood. Yeah, you never know know. what that means there. 
I've seen the pictures that he sent us and like, ooh, or posted on his Facebook. Ooh. Yeah. What is that called? Bomb pop? Ooh. <laughs> uh, Ray Bacon said Mike was very interesting to listen to. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. The part about the floating charge case was fun. Then Andy Ross's comment about the cardboard box charge cases, LOL. What about one made out of wood? Oh. A really nice wood charging case can be very beautiful, actually. Yeah. If you do it right, very, you do I'm surprised it. no one took like a field box, like one of them old airplane field boxes. I mean, to like. Made a nice charger. Try. Yeah, or make it just nice, like really dope looking, you know. I have seen some really Nitro nice stuff. field boxes, like stained, carved, uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah, so it, yeah, it, nice. it has been done. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think that catches us up. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't it? Or am I missing something? Oh, uh, uh, another meme from Ian. A Planker production presents Planker the <laughs> yeah. Musical. Probably not on Broadway, but it's Broadway inspired. It's a picture of Mike's face on a an old timey like World War One pilot standing in front of a biplane. It says Planker the musical. Plank it up. Yep, plankity plank plank. <laughs> yep. Nice. All right. Let's see. I think we had some visitor posts. Yeah, I'm trying to look that up. Uh, how far back are we going? Look uh, it up. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember the last time we did any. Yeah, so I'm just going to go back to this one here. Chris Ryber posted November 20th. So Chris, yeah. This, Doug Chris Ryber. That was a great day. So this was uh, – he <clears throat> shared a video of him uh, – Basically taking care of some weeds on the geotex runway that we had <laughs> back in the uh, the 2016 uh, Free Forest nice. Podcast Helifest. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first. Yeah. So that was awesome. That was uh, badass watching him do that, too, in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, let's see. What we and he's here? one of those guys that has his collective really super loose. Yeah, and, and uh, I just I don't know how he flies like that, but it's pretty. Yeah, used to it, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we have this guy, Sasha. I can't pronounce the last name. Vexland. Vexland. Yeah, Vexland. I think this is the guy I bought the Blade Four Fifty X from. Okay. Familiar. But uh, yeah, he's uh, looking forward to crashing this one now. Where's my T-shirt <laughs> with Mike DeGennaro? And he's <laughs> holding up <laughs> the Team Planker logo <laughs> uh, while nice. he's standing in front of his, it uh, looks like a, a sport cub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he went out and actually made that himself. I yeah? thought Mike D sent him that, and he was like, no, he actually made that. Nice. <laughs> awesome. He's a huge fan of the Planker. Nice. Who Join the club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chris Ryberg, November 20th, said, Old school cool from the 80s. Started a Glenn Spickler Quickie 500 kit. Reworked by Mex Air. Modifying as a top wing electric sport plane to give it the ultra stick look. Yeah. Nice. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. Building a balsa plane. Uh, Kevin McGrady posted on 
to 25th a meme here it says Kevin Teshner Arnold stopped by for ya and says you didn't save for Black Friday you idiot <laughs> actually why am I saying that you should be the one saying that one because <laughs> I can't read it you idiot <laughs> there you go <laughs> and then uh, the last one we have here is Chris Reibert again he said worked on covering the quickie this weekend and it looks pretty dope he has some blue some silver and white yeah, like and a checker pattern on the bottom of the wing it looks pretty damn slick yeah it looks cool yeah awesome all right thanks everyone Okay, so let's uh, move it on to website comments. Do we have any? Oh, did you see any, Andy? Uh, yes. I saw one from Javier. My pages. Oh, yeah? My Facebook page just crashed out. God damn it. He was surprised that as he browsed through the podcast, that AMA podcast was right next to our podcast. That's wow. just how things work sometimes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, actually, um, sorry, I'm reading this. Uh, he was saying that we're second most popular podcast uh, to AMA. Yeah, thanks, Javier. I actually uh, went and looked that up, and believe it or not, we're when I checked, we were ranked about six spots above the AMA podcast. Suck oh. it, Matt Ruddick. In the nice. hobbies category. So, that's pretty cool. Nice. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in yeah. peace. Um, Yeah, so thanks, Javier. Hadn't heard from yeah. you in a while. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, we had another one. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Pierre Roy... Poor, poor Etta. Uh, he says, hi, first I would like to congratulate you for 250 episodes. Great work, guys. Awesome. On, on the episode 250, it was mentioned around the one hour, 13 minute mark about the, he's saying, Orgir, Augie, instinctive flying video. Maybe I uh-huh. did not write this, Chris. He's from Quebec. Can you help me find this video? I want to get my flying better creep up the great work that is augie copter like a u g g i e copter Mm -hmm. on facebook and i'm not really sure where you get this video um i was going to message him and kind of find out more about it for myself but then i forgot so maybe send a message to augie copter on facebook um and if i find out anything about it i will report back yeah, yeah, I know um, Frank Mordier was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I actually messaged been... Frank, and he said message Augie. So I was like, dude, mm. you're no help whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you're trying to help people in Augie, damn it. God, it's not like you do a podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure. Head of Augie, though. Know, yeah, I think he'd be. We'll, yeah. yeah, hit him up, and um, if, like I said, if I find out, I'll report back. Now, what video was this? The I, I don't know something about oh, yeah. um, instinctive flying and not orientation. Like oh, okay, don't worry about orientations and just uh, I don't know. I mean, all I okay, know is yeah. what Frank was explaining, and right. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think I'd like to check that out too. I think yeah, it I does wanted, make sense, right? Yeah, I wanted to find out. I mean, yeah. shoot, yeah. I'm up for anything to help you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Do you have anything else, or shall we move that's it to all, people Podbean? That's all I've seen. All right, people Podbean, then, huh? People of Podbean. I'm assuming you guys didn't do this last week. No. Nope. So. Dad to G5, like episode 252, fellow podcaster series, volume three with Mike DiPaolo. Uh, Kiax started following us. Rick started following us. And Heliman liked episode 224, good vibes. And 225, competitions with the full Monty. And Jesus Palacios liked or... Jesus, or I don't know how you say it. Jesus. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Palacios. Enrico Palazzo, like episode <laughs> 253, A Night with Chris Wilson. Awesome. Uh, That's it. That's all I saw on Podbean. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, iTunes reviews. Oh, geez. I didn't oh, even look at shit. iTunes. Do we have an iTunes? Well, I was going to say, we weren't too there. We, we've got a problem. Uh oh, we have we have a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, uh, we okay. have no new comments on Podbean. Yeah, what the hell? Oh. What happened to I Gray know. Eagle? What happened to all the other guys? Gray Eagle found Facebook. Where and does are all our comments? Yeah, I wonder if um, it's just getting cold, and maybe I don't know. He bounced. So you're saying the internet doesn't know. work when it's cold? No, his outdoor basement doesn't work. When it's yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe he's froze. Maybe they just shut off his internet. I mean, I don't maybe, know how that guy pays the bills anyways. Maybe he migrated south. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Hmm. Well, I don't want to hear your damn excuses. Uh-huh. All right. Get back to comment. So we don't have any Podbean comments, but we do have a a iTunes no review. shit. Oh yep. really? Wow, that yep. makes up for all. Holy cow! Wow. All right, let's hear it. Okay, uh, it's called "Thanks" from Nick Wisdom, and he says, "Hi guys, enjoy the show. My dogs are always happy when a new episode comes out, as their next few walks get a lot longer." <laughs> I have an episode idea for you, or maybe you've covered this and I missed it. Uh, just ordered an XL Power 550 as my first helicopter build. Nice. I've only been flying helis for about a year, and I've stuck with the smaller pre-built helis like the Blade 230 V2, the M2, the logo like that size. Yeah. He said he'd love to hear our pointers for newbies in starting their first build. Uh, really enjoy the show and appreciate all your diverse perspectives on the hobby. Nice. Keep up the nice. great work, Nick. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, congrats. thanks, Nick. That's Five a great stars. review. Thank yeah. you. And congrats on uh, moving up, stepping up to the to the kits now, you know? That's going to be great. Step- yeah, we'll definitely, um, I don't know, maybe we should do a show like that. Yeah. yeah do we have any quick tips we could give them right now, though? I was trying to think, like, what 550 I would get or recommend, and I don't think you could pick a, a bad one, really. Yeah, and XL's going to be good. It's going to be cheap to fix, you know. XL's going to be good. The Oxy-5 yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. The 550, I have the logo. is great. Yeah. The 
the 580, that yeah. the Kraken 580s, amazing. I mean, you um, can't go wrong. Quick tips: clean your screws. Yeah, clean them. Use Loctite, but don't use too much. Yeah. Take your time. Make sure you know what you're doing. You know, kind of the manuals on the XL powers aren't the greatest, so you know, yeah. don't don't try to go too fast and assemble something yeah, incorrectly. Don't rush it. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. rush it if it's your first build. One thing I like to recommend is take a look at the servo layout of the helicopter. Get your electrics, like get your wiring all done. Center all your servos. Put the horns on ahead of time so that when you put them in the heli, they're already 90 degrees from where you need to be and centered. Um, so just kind of pre-center your electronics first. I, I think that's a a good thing. Um, I also, if you have to do any epoxying, like tail control rods, I do that right. first yeah, right I off the bat, even if, it's not, even if it's not an instruction to do it first, but I would find that section, do that first, so that way when you're ready to handle that piece, It'll be fully cured because you want to at least right. give it 24 hours, even if it's five minute or 30 minute. Don't matter. You want to at least give it um, at least um, a 24 hour cure yeah. time. I, uh, yeah. Um, with the caveat of with your boom supports, which I think the XL550 has boom supports, you mm. need to epoxy those and then bolt them yes. up while it's still soft so that everything gets aligned correctly. If you try yeah. to epoxy them, then you may have the the ends may not be aligned right. correctly. Right. Yeah. Plus, um, yeah, when on helicopters that I had boom supports with, I definitely would epoxy one side, and then I would mix up another batch. And when I put the final piece, like your horizontal fin and where the boom supports usually mount to, I'll then epoxy that and bolt it all in tight. Right, so that, do that at know. like the end of the night, and then by the next yeah. morning, you're good. You'll be yeah. good, yep. Because usually they're 90 out from each and other, s- depending on the model. Yeah, and sand the carbon fiber anywhere you epoxy it, tail control yep. rod or... Uh-huh. Actually, yep. I don't think you epoxy the XL power. Doesn't it use a little clamp thing? Yeah. I epoxy mine anyway, but I don't think Ooh. you have to, but you definitely should on your tail control rods. I do it, I mean, on the goblins it's different, but... I, I usually do that, and I, I also have, like, a little aluminum tubing that fits over the control rod that I will cut a, cut a piece yeah. and sometimes sleeve it, the ends. I don't know. Just if, so it doesn't split. Right. I don't know if the 550 is the same as the 700, but the 700 actually comes with these little clamps you put right at the end of the carbon yeah, and fiber. and you screw them together. And right? you can they clamp pinch. it down, and that keeps it yeah. from splitting or coming apart. Nice. Yeah, I'm not sure. It might I don't be. remember. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a 550, so I'm not Yeah, sure, me neither. But. And check where the servo wires are rubbing, if they're going to rub against the frame. Sand that down, maybe, or put something yeah, in Yeah, protect the, the wires. Um, in between, yes. yeah. Um, also, for your first build, you you know, make sure your wiring is good, but you might not have to. Don't try to, like, tuck all the wires in and, you know, hide everything and go, don't overthink the wiring I, I don't know i feel like some people they they want their kit to be such a meticulous build that um you first of all if, if something is chafing you can't see it because it's all tucked in there second of all if you crash which you're most likely going to then it's like a pain in the ass to get to all these wiring and redo all the zip ties and everything like right. i don't know like i like to do my wiring neat but I kind of want it accessible and easy to work on if I need to work on it. Yeah, I agree with that. It needs to be secured so it's not flapping around. 
but it doesn't need to be like on your first build like that you don't have to try to hide every wire inside the frame and do all that crazy right. stuff Just, yeah no i also agree with that yeah all right, we took that good episode idea and just ruined it because we told them all the tips we know. <laughs> I'm sure there's more we can think of. Yeah. But uh, all right, I think uh, we're ready for the outro then, huh? I think so. Ready. <clears throat> all right, drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freeforcy at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freeforcypodcast. Check out our webpage, freeforcypodcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. Flight Test Forums, all of the field, audio and video production, other than Flight Test Podcast, Free Forcey Podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Say also, say hi to, uh, what's what's his name? Rocky Boy, too, while you're there. Rocky Boy. Yeah. Fellow podcasters, we have the Helly Heads Podcast. Oh, man. It's been weeks since I've done this. I don't, I'm not expected to remember Holy these guys. Holy shit. Am I? I forgot. I have a news and announcement, but I'll, I'll do it on the next thing. You'll see. It You're all killing sense. me, dude. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> this is what you get for not being the ass. No. <laughs> dude, you're disrupting my flow, man. Yes. So who's on the Heads podcast? Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> um, <Hallie> Heads is... <laughs> uh, I was going to say Mo, Larry, and Curly, but that's only... And Shemp? I don't know. Um, no, it's uh, Kevin... Um, Mike, Scott Graham, and uh, Mr. Tarek himself. No, Dan. Nice. Okay, Telerotor podcast. Telerotor is two mics, a Rich and a Robert. There's actually three mics. There's three mics on it now? There's three mics. I found out a little secret this week. Robert, Michael, Monty... Michael, Robert, Parker, <laughs> and then there's Apollo. Why is that a secret? I've said that information really? on this show multiple I times. I don't recall. How they're all named Mike except Rich. They are. I didn't know that. Oh, oh, I thought you were just saying everyone was called no, Mike. No, I said there's, I like, there, there's technically three Mikes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, when I found that out, I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Okay, so three Mikes and a and a... And, uh, and a rich. rich. Yeah. Yeah. This gets worse and worse. There's too many mics. I keep saying this. There's too many mics. I'll tell you what. I thought you were saying there's too many mics in general. There are. There's too many That's microphones. There's too many microphones and there's too many mics. <laughs> there's too many Podbean accounts. There's too much podcasting. We need to go back to CBS, NBC, and ABC so I can be properly brainwashed. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's too much info nowadays. There's too much info nowadays. Exactly. That's what you call it. Stupid ass internet. Who thought that damn, would be a good idea? Damn, damn Al Gore and his freaking internet. Yeah, Al Gore. What a <laughs> <Al> jackass. Gore. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, where were we? BKRC podcast. That's Bert and Kyle. Mm, RC roundtable. Uh, that's Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Okay, RC after hours. With Andre? Yeah. Still doing it. Still doing it. I love it. Uh, high voltage. He, he was in the snow this weekend flying his planes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. last flight. <laughs> Freaking snow already up there. I can't believe it's snowed by Andy. Yeah, me either. Glad it missed us. Yeah. Um, 
high voltage is with Bobby Watts. Yep, we got skids up. Skids up is Frank, Javier, and Paul. Uh huh. Inverted down under. And Mike. Inverted down <laughs> under is with uh, Ozzy, Mozzy, and Jeff. Mm-hmm. And the crew. Yeah. Uh, Park Flyer Podcast. That's with two mics. One, two, and a J. Uh, let's see what else we have. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That's with um, Spiegel, Mike, and um, Kenny Sierra. The guy who invented King's Quest. <laughs> I have the most obscure <laughs> references. Sierra <laughs> Games. Uh, yeah, Sierra uh, Games. Yeah. The maker of mist. Um, make sure you check out our friend Bill and YouTube channel. Yes. Check Bill out. Check him out. I love that. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. Speaking of too much crap on the internet. Yeah, really. <laughs> Can't they throttle his stuff back? They got to throttle my Netflix back, but they can't throttle Bill in. Uh, that ca- that gets through to my computer full blast. Yeah. Right. All right. Thanks to our a, listeners. Wait a minute. Oh. He did have a good video on the last uh, one. He had Kevin Dover, Kevin Dover from South yeah. Jersey, and uh, mm. Kevin was throwing down, dude. Eating the beans up. Kevin was, oh, man. It's amazing. Yeah. Good pilots, man. Mm-hmm. Good guys, too. Yep, yep. All right. This was episode 254. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye now. Uh, I was all over the place. No, it's always a network. The first day of IT school, Andy, when you show up, there's a sign on the door that says, we scheduled school, but we're not coming. (laughs) No, you dial into this number. (laughs) Call the help desk. (laughs) Hang it in the door. Call the help desk. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Then tell them that you got to, they got to, you pit them against each other and then tell them, you know, you guys got to start getting along. Yeah. No, I go, I go to my son. It's like, you know your sister is saying all kinds of bad shit about you. <laughs> and I go to the sister and it's like, your brother, he's really saying some bad stuff. You know, fuel that fire a little bit. Nice. Get him tangled up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're at that age where they just generally look at their phone and ignore everyone. Yeah. So that's I'm fine because I, I, I like to look at my phone and ignore them. <laughs> it works out. <laughs> take pictures. You know, take pictures and videos. And, yeah. yeah, like you know, use the phone, like use the smart part. Now of the you phone, can download you know? an app. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't have to delete a game when I have to update iOS. <laughs> hey, you! Shut up. We're trying to record a podcast here. <laughs> don't make me take my belt off. Dude, oh man, damn straight. Uh, if that, I was my old man. Oh, I was, I was like in my twenties before the sound of a belt going through the belt loops didn't, you know, put a shiver up yeah. my neck. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> my father that. used to grab 
grabbed that belt and folded it in half between his two uh-huh. hands and he could snap it. Yeah. Uh, that was it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I flew it once, crashed into a tree, and it's broken. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Any short review? You guys want to hear why I'm an idiot? Sure. I just spent 30 sure. seconds trying to move the Skype window off the screen so I could see it better. <laughs> That's on uh, Kevin's screen. On my screen. <laughs> I was like, why <laughs> would it work? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was trying to yeah. do that. Dude, that was one of the classic <laughs> things we used to do to people if they left their if they left their desktop open. Uh, we would screenshot. Oh. Dude, we would we would add a porn icon and then we would screenshot their right. their their desktop and then we would make that their their background so they could never get rid of it they, they would drive them nuts they couldn't figure oh, out they genius. couldn't click on it or anything <laughs> <laughs> oh shit or we do something like that or call it something silly Uh, I guess I'll go last year. The Mr. Miata hat. The machine of a dream. Nice. Such a clean machine. Yeah. Hold on, train's out. You know, the head broken down. Bowels are all out and everything. Yeah. Oh, here is your gear. Yeah. And my hand on your grease gun. Fuck that. Like disease, Top of the engine. Interior. Yeah. 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 Soon it will, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it lost again. <laughs>